When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Top tech companies like Intel have a secret to their success. They get the best talent, reliable infrastructure, and save on costs by expanding in Ohio. The new Silicon Heartland. Learn how your business can succeed in Ohio. Visit successinohio.com. Does picking an outfit have you running a little too fashionably late? We get it. Great taste takes time. That's why Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery, has your back with the largest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, delivered in under 60 minutes. Convenience never goes out of style. So if you need to spend some extra time in the mirror instead of at the store, download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com today. And then I remember, I remember when WZLX was a brand new station. I, yeah. I was working at Middlesex Welding. And there's a brand new station coming on, WZLX's Classic Rock. And it went, brrr, they had that little thing. <laughs> it was like a little. And then uh, the, the, the guy, the first DJ was Bill Smith. Bill Smith. Yeah. He's a good friend of mine. He, was a, he wants you guys to record at a studio. He was the first. Does that sound familiar? He was the first mm-hmm. DJ on that station. Yeah. Yep. He's a good guy. Yeah. This is Radio Talk with WFNM. 83. I, or 84, 83 or 84. With what? Is there that that station was brand new, WZLX. No, it was later. I think ZLX was supposed to sure. be the, the new BCN, kind of. It, it kind of picked up with... BCN was... It wasn't done yet, but it was, wasn't long after that that BCN was going to be out, and then ZLX kind of picked up and kept on going. Yeah. BCN was playing more newer stuff right. as they went along, and, yep. and ZLX. ZLX, back then... I think that was maybe Boston's classic rocker. It may be that may have been the first station in HD. I think I don't know. I want to think because I remember that they boasted about. Yep. When would that have been? Having HD sound. I, he's right though. I think it was 80s? right around 86. 86, 87. Yeah. Hmm. I like Bill Smith a lot. He was. Yeah. He's a good guy. Yeah. Real talented, great voice guy, yep. great producer. Dad, great we, actor. We Fresh invited friend. you to talk about. Neil Young, not radio. That's for Breaking the Ice podcast, not this <laughs> That's one. right. Well, we should have we, you on for Breaking the Ice. I didn't know we were, we were already <laughs> doing a podcast. The second yeah, everyone's yeah, here, we be, roll. Because we never talk about stuff other than Neil Young <laughs> on this podcast, right? I mean, the last the last episode we did was half about Billy Joel. Uh-huh. I think I think they're just a little jealous because this what we're talking about was before their time. Yeah, they weren't even. Right? Were they even around? What? what? Oh yeah, that Luke was a baby. Okay, I was. Or a toddler. 
and uh, Russ wasn't born yet. If you're listening and you haven't figured it out, uh, me and Russ's dad is here. We didn't even ask him to come, but my aunt, who is also here, uh, I complained at Easter that she didn't bring deviled eggs, so she just dropped off deviled eggs. It happened to be and, while and, we were recording. And we, they're marvelous. Why don't we <laughs> get her you. a set of headphones and a mic? That's going to take way too long. Plus, she's shaking her head no. <laughs> she's good. She's playing the producer role. Okay. That's right. She's directing. Yeah. Shees Robin. Floor and This manager. is great because I've, yeah. I've been wanting to meet Mike. Yeah, nice to meet you, too. My boys have been talking about him for a while. Like I've been saying, your brother was on WBZ with Bradley J. Not with, but he called, like, all the time. Right. And he talked about town meeting all the time. That's where I heard about it. I did. Oh, was you you were calling him, too? My brother would talk about God. They're twins. Right, they talk about the Bible. Yep, and I would talk about town meeting. Okay. Yeah. Same. That was you know, it was so you were hearing his voice. Oh, okay. So that was you. All right. So I heard <laughs> you and your yeah, brother. Yeah, he's, he's my twin, so we sound oh, exactly okay. like. Yep. That was cool, man. Yeah. You did a great job of promotion because well, at least you got me listening. Yeah. Oh, awesome. So that is kind of funny. This I didn't like know that. Weird. I didn't know that. It was weird. Like they, I knew your dad before you guys. He heard our old man on the radio, <laughs> and then we did a podcast with him about the guy who wrote Old Man. Yeah. <laughs> and I actually got Russ one night. I think we were coming back from a show. Gross. And I had Russ call to explain to him about the cajon. Because Bradley always wanted to know about the cajon. Oh, you, yeah. I, my son plays a cajon. Yeah, tell me a lot about the cajon. And then when he finally talked to Russ, Russ explained to him about the cajon. It was pretty cool. He mostly asked me about God. Yeah, Bradley wasn't afraid. That was like that's like a number one rule in radio, like any like news radio or music. Yeah, you don't weird. talk about religion. It was you know, weird but. too because uh, he they had me on to talk about the band, and then Bradley was like asking me, he's like, "Oh yeah, so what do you think about your your dad and your uncle? You know, they're always talking about God. And what do you think about that?" And it was like put me in an awkward position because I hadn't talked to my uncle for in a while anyway. And I know, and I knew he was super religious, and I am not anymore. So it was like, yeah. So uh, Uncle Doug, here's my opinion on the, the fact that I don't believe what you believe anymore. Well, he was super religious, but he was reasonable about yeah, it. Yeah, he wasn't like like a, if you didn't yeah. believe what he believed, he didn't think you were you know you but were I, against him. But I know? think Bradley, like, he always got confused sometimes. Like when Russ came on, somehow I think he thought maybe Russ was my brother's son. And he forgot that it was like, hey, this is the town meeting. It's, I'm the town well, meeting. Oh, you guys twin. are twins. Yeah. And so, yeah. All right, we have to fucking talk about Neil Young at some point. All right? Oh, but yeah, a bit, this was bit. fun. Oh, they don't? They no. don't explode after you drop the can? No, you can go like All right. this. And it oh, okay. Well, we're going to find out shortly, yeah, aren't we? Okay, here we go. Open this is a delicious Carlson cider. Oh, there you go. All right, right on. The best cider in the whole world, made right in Harvard, Massachusetts. All right, this is uh, Long May You Young, the only Neil Young podcast that, oh, one, the only Neil Young podcast 
uh, to the only Neil Young podcast that covers uh, his musical output uh, album by album by episode. We're also covering his movies and yep. now the new bonus monster episodes for 2021. Our last guest was uh, Astrid. the lovely and talented Astrid Young, half-sister of Neil. She was fantastic. Yeah, Please was uh, listen to that episode and check out her music and her that books and her artwork and everything. She's she's awesome. So Also the only Neil Young podcast where week by week we gradually talk about Neil Young less and less. Right. I don't know what what's that how the Pantheon podcast network is going to handle that, but uh yeah, last week it was Neil Young, but then it ended up being all about Billy Joel, all right? But there's no Billy This is after I mentioned this, there this is a Billy Joel free episode. All right, Luke. Uh, all right. What about I'm Billy serious. What about Billy Idol? What about Billy no Eilish? Billy Joel. Those are fine. Billy Eilish. Now we're talking. No more Billy Joel. Fine. I'm fine. just saying it right now. All right. Fine. So just. What about Bob Thornton? No. If listen, if I talk about Billy Joel again, because his it, albums stink. If I talk about Billy Joel, is it going to give you a heart attack? Ack, 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 ack? No. That's okay. That's it. All right. <laughs> all right. I'll be done. Say goodbye to Hollywood. All right. <laughs> Today we're covering uh, Neil's live album, Year of the Horse. Which originally, when it first came out, I thought was the soundtrack to the movie, but ended up having nothing to do at all with the movie. It, different songs. Total Neil move. Yeah. Putting out a documentary about the 96 tour. Well, just about Crazy Horse in general. But then putting out an album that has no music from the film on did it you watch, at all. Did you watch the film? I, the last time I watched the film... Did you guys get to see it? Because uh, so where can you find it? I watched it because I, I fucking caved and now I'm a... Not a patron. I'm not. I can't zoom with Neil yet, but I'm a Rust level. Tier. Oh, see, I haven't. I haven't it's leveled up yet. So worth it. There's so many movies that you can watch. Really? It's, okay, I got to do that yeah. immediately. It's overwhelming, probably. It really is. Neil Young Archives is overwhelming it, in general, it's dude. I get so he puts like deal. 20 articles up every every like day. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm video. also like recording a solo album, so it's hard for me to like avert. You know, put my attention anywhere else. But I get overwhelmed by. <laughs> In a good way, the youngsters are amazing. They send shit all yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah, they're awesome. Like on Instagram, I'm constantly getting people sending stuff to the Long May Young Instagram. Like, check out this interview that yeah. Neil did with whoever and, and this and this and this. And I'm like, I can't keep up with it. I can't you know? either, and I do feel Which bad. is good. I appreciate people sending yeah. us. Don't stop. You know, it's fine. And there's so but, much because, you yeah. know, unlike Billie Eilish, Neil's got a vast right. amount of... You know, music and film out there. That yeah, he's also got like sixty years on her too. Right, yeah, that too. <laughs> but um, yeah. I did see the movie when it first came out. Yeah, and um, I remember. I, I mean, I loved it from what I can remember of it. Um, I it's remember really good. it's yeah, it's super like Jim Jarmusch did it, and it's yeah. mostly Super Eight I'll film. S- I'll say this: I'm glad that we covered um, Dead Man. Dead Man before. I watched this because it made me, it kind of mentally prepared me for Jarmusch's weird style. And mm-hmm. knowing, obviously, this is more of a documentary, but it's it's great. Like uh, some great footage of Crazy Horse. Great in some. He's got interv- he interviews Elliot Roberts in it. Yeah. Um, all all a Crazy Horse and Neil, and he. It's not just that tour. Like it'll start at that tour, then it'll dip down to like '76, and yeah. then like hit the '80s at at a mm-hmm. certain point. But all the songs are from that tour, and uh, like the. My favorite thing is like how it starts with different like interviews, but then it goes to a green room in like '76 in like some European country, and uh, it's just the guys sitting around eating breakfast in maybe a green room. Or oh, something. it's you know what that is? that's like a hotel like function room. Is that the yes. fire? Yeah, where they the just, fire. They it's Neil just lights a match because he thinks the there's a, a flower like a floral arrangement in the center of the table, 
And so we just lights a match to see if it's paper or not. And it's paper. And then they and just then, watch it burn. And then it gets out of control. <laughs> out of and control. they're trying to put it out. And they can't. And Poncho finally has the wherewithal to take. Hey, what's happening, little man? Here we go. What's up? You're wearing pants. That's unusual. When my wife's at work. Oh, okay. Right. What's gotta, up, buddy? Go. Do you want a deviled egg? You want an egg, bud? Your farts will smell funny. Do you want one? <laughs> you got to... You want to try one? It's good, though. It's really good. That's a plain one. Now that you told him that, he's going to eat one just because of that. Yeah, come on. Don't you want to torture your sisters with a fart? Here, take the eggie. Yeah. Don't give it to the cat. Okay. Okay. All right, buddy. It's good to see you. Thanks for wearing pants. (laughs) He's a a wild animal. Yeah, he is. That was my youngest son who just interrupted me. You know what I did today? I fell asleep on the couch, and then I woke up. Because he was walking in next to me with his pants around his ankles. And uh, I'm like, what happened? And he turned around and there's shit on his ass. <laughs> and I realized he just ran out and shit in the yard. <laughs> well, you should be thankful he's it was a, the yard. He's a fucking wild okay? animal. <laughs> it could have been much worse. I had uh-huh. to go it out. It could have been on your bed. Right. It could have been in the fridge. <laughs> That's true. Right. But middle of the day, I had to go out. <laughs> And with or a, a freezer, paper someone towel thinks it's a popsicle. and pick up a log of my son's shit. Yeah. Well, that's nice that you cleaned up. Which of the kids was supposed to be watching him? It doesn't matter. They don't. None of the same one that's supposed to be watching him right now. They're just not doing it. They're playing Minecraft. They're doing their own fucking shit. Well, much like Luke's son, You're the Horse, the film, could make you shit your pants if you love Neil Young. <laughs> yes. Or at least shit outside in the yard. Yeah. So it's really good. There's, I'm sure there's a story like that. Like, but my favorite thing is it's it's not Rusty just Kershaw. But it's not it's not just Rusty like Kershaw's shit his pants for yeah. sure. And then he lit it on fire. I'm sorry, not sure. his pants, his overalls. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if Rusty was there with those flowers. Oh my god. <laughs> Let it burn. Let the whole building burn down. Now everybody dance. Um <laughs> But so that scene was great. And like it kind of showed like them like being playful with each other and having a good time. But then they go into fucking up and then right off of this like incredible version of fucking up. Like probably, I mean, you you get the same feeling I do when you watch Neil Russ. It's like you just can't, you can't look away. Yeah. And even like (laughs) he's fucking wearing like basketball shorts and you're like, what are you, what is this? Especially in the 90s, the things those guys wore was, was great. But so then it goes from that. So wait, hold on. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, it goes I'll from try that, to and then it like right as that song trails out, it yeah. cuts to a scene in the '80s mm-hmm. where one of the guys must have fucked up, and Neil is. I think it was. Uh, oh, is that when he kicked Billy in the ass? It was Billy. Yeah, and he. I don't. I don't. I. I can't remember if he kicked him or not, but he like is screaming at him, and Billy's screaming right back, and Neil's got this orange Lionel Train shirt with cut-off sleeves and he's screaming at Bill like fuck like we all there was a reason I taped it and Billy's like yeah I didn't he's like yeah, I know you didn't fucking listen you fucked up and he's they're going back and forth at each other and it was so love fucking funny I that they put funny. that in and then, and then I don't know if a man screaming at me wearing a Lionel Train's t-shirt I <laughs> Well, I don't know if that's effective. It didn't really you know work I mean? on Billy because then he starts blaming uh, Poncho, and then Neil goes, "Oh, it's always Poncho's fault." And it's just was you could just see this weird dynamic that they had together. Yeah. It made me think of what it's probably like behind the scenes yeah. on Breaking the Ice. Yeah, that's very much <laughs> like that. We're shitting our pants and screaming at each other. So to go back to you talking about what they were wearing and stuff, uh, Alec Holland um, on Instagram sent us a DM. And he sent me an interview that Neil did 
uh, it was him and it, Neil and Jarmouche were being inter- interviewed. Did you see this? No, I haven't you? seen that. <laughs> so there's maybe we could post that on the website. Yeah, so they're supposed to be talking about um, you're the horse, I think. Yeah, and um, <laughs> the whole like first five minutes of the interview. The guy like just asks a casual question about Neil's shirt, and then they start talking about sh- shirts for like five minutes. <laughs> I love oh, shirts. I want, to see if, I want to see if you can hear some of this audio. And Jim Jarmusch is like, yeah, shirts are very Oh, uh, Crazy cool. Horse is there too, I think. Wait, is it playing? No, it's not playing. This is the most high-tech Neil yeah, Young podcast on the Pantheon <laughs> We've got Podcast three-year-olds Network. three-year-olds interrupting. Thank you, AKG. <laughs> We spent the first eight minutes talking about local New England radio. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, if you don't like it, fuck off. That's right. Please. Please fuck off. At least we're being uh, polite about we it. We really are setting the bar low that, like, any other Neil Young podcast is going to have it. I know. They could roll in and, like, have the music clips ready and, you know, whatever and be, like, studious and write out a script. A lot of podcasts Boo. write out a script. We just need a couple of ciders and, and a tray of deviled eggs. Damn and right. we're ready to... Well, it. it's not playing the audio right now, but if you go to uh, YouTube and just type in Neil Young, Jim Jarmusch, Year of the Horse interview, 1996, it should pop up. Well, I will, well, what we were just talking about made me remember, if you leave us a five-star review on iTunes, we will read whatever you write. <laughs> so oh, someone God. wrote this. This is from Sam Sauchi. He, it's a five-star review, and he, the head of this review says, sophomoric and stupid. Absolutely just what the doctor ordered. <laughs> and he says, whether it's the jacket or little David Briggs shoe or occasionally some actual Neil, <laughs> this podcast is a fantastic waste of time and, well, who hasn't had a lot of time to kill over the last year? Can't wait to meander with these dudes into the 2000s, which to some degree are like the drought of the 1980s. And then he writes, when the going gets tough, the tough get, well, even sillier. Yes. I don't. I don't think we're going to have to tighten up though. Once the vaccines start going around and things start loosening up, people aren't going to have as much time to listen to us be sophomoric and tell shit jokes. We've already got people hooked though. Yeah. Well, you know, those people obviously are are alcoholics. (laughs) There is one. If you need help, you can you can email us through the website, (laughs) longmayyouyoungpodcast.com. There is one more five star review from Sabbath Bloody Podcast. Oh, I love that podcast. Yeah. I love that podcast. If you're a Sabbath fan, you got to listen to this it. Oh, it's my, great. My favorite review yet. It's the headline of the review just says, okay, the podcast opens with the train. And then the actual review just says, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's a great podcast. Those guys do a good job Speaking over there. Speaking of those things, has Neil ever covered Crazy Train? And if not, why not? I know. That, I think he's missing. Well, because Neil doesn't listen to other people's music. I can't right? We learned that from Thurston Moore, Sonic Youth. It, he's like, it, Neil doesn't listen to music. It, he listens to whatever like he's doing. his style. No, I think he would kill it. I don't know. Crazy Train? Like I think a he Neil could do version? a good job. I don't know. It's He'll make it. He'd, he'd turn it into some kind of, yeah. you know. He definitely would do it his Gene way. Gene Autry train song. Yeah. If there's a youngster who knows if that exists, please send that to us because I would love to see that. Um, to just finish up on some Instagram stuff and also regarding new, well, you were talking about youngsters being in on all of our foolishness. Uh, I want to shout out a new listener, the Homie Jiggles. Oh, Homie Jiggles, what's up? <laughs> homie Jiggles uh, in the hizzy. One of the he he, he commented on a bunch of stuff, but um, one of the first comments was, "I just found this gem of a podcast. I've been listening to Neil chronologically this week, 
and wondered if there was a deep dive podcast on his music. You guys have the only one. Luckily, I enjoyed yeah, the, so that's right. all I got. Luckily, I enjoyed the banter too. Thanks, uh, thank you guys. Looks like I'm in for a long ride. So, and then um, the homie Jigalos sounds like he makes Neil Young covers in Juggalo style. Yeah, that would be pretty amazing. Oh, he does cover Neil though. The homie Jiggles. He sent me a video. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, Was he wearing makeup? No, it was just. It was just. There was no like video of him. It was just like. Oh, probably like a text. I think if I remember correctly. You know why he doesn't want video? Because the homie Jiggles. That's right. Is that it? Uh, Larso Lawson, who is a. um, Yeah, we know Larso. Yeah, you know you guys know Larso. We don't know him personally, but we know him. Uh, Another great episode on an album. I this is from. Um, last not late, last week too. Broken Arrow, yeah. Uh, an album I haven't listened to before. Now I will listen to it again. But then he says, "By the way, Hail Bop was discovered, but not yet visible to the naked eye when the album was recorded." Oh, okay. Yeah. Some more classic shoe misinformation. That's right. I fucked up again. You'd be a terrible cult leader. Uh, yeah, maybe. He'd be I like don't know. Mediocre. You'd be like a C plus cult leader. I just like say, okay, is everybody in? Like first day, I'd be like, is everybody in? All right, drink the Kool Aid. <laughs> oh wait, was I supposed to exploit wait, gotta... you first? Well, whatever. I just want to see you die. I gotta read another homie Jiggles one because he's really he's 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 a youngster now. Okay, here's oh, another boy. one. He said, uh, I have an annoying habit of interacting with every podcast I listen to, which is even more awkward because I am so far behind on episodes. So I think you guys nailed this album uh, regarding Harvest. Oh jeez. Yeah. My relationship <laughs> with be a lot of these to catch up on. My relationship with Harvest has always been that's the country one with Heart of Gold and Old Man. I just recently realized how great those three barn songs are. Holy shit. Also I'm glad I have to wear a mask at work because I cannot keep a straight face listening to you guys and also fucking Neil man. Yes. And then he approves of the term youngster. So Okay. Good. And that's that's enough from the home jiggles for now. Okay. Um, there's a, there's a bunch of stuff on Facebook. I'm not gonna read them all. Oh, I posted yeah, I posted the. You album posted it like that. a minute ago, and there's already like 13 comments. But uh, which means our youngsters fucking kick ass. But I'll just read the top one. It's from John Locke, um, and to John Locke, I'll just say it's Saturday. Call me Craig. Um, I but, was wondering uh, if you were gonna say, <laughs> but it's not Saturday. <laughs> it's not Saturday anyway. But he says great record, and uh, this is why I'm reading this. He said where you get the famous quote, "It's all one song." Right, yeah, which is my one favorite, of my favorite parts. Fucking, yeah. because that's how he starts the whole record, yeah. Right? right? Yeah, well, I, I just love a quick Neil wisdom. Allegedly, it, <laughs> some people tough. think that's like somebody from the crowd saying it all sounds the same, but I think it's Neil oh. just repeating what someone in the crowd said. Well, yeah, he and kind he of starts said, it as like a chant. He's like, yeah. they all sound the same. Yeah, it's all one song. All, it's all one song. Yeah. The Black Crows yeah. had that same, philo- like for real, had that same philosophy. Like it was the Black Crows song. So all their music was just part of one song. I mean, it's kind of not wrong. Yeah, I knew that's, that's the, like your song. I only know one Black Crow song. That's too well, bad. Well, I just was talking about the universe. What? What, Aunt Sharon? Which song? I don't know, the one about angels. Oh, geez, really? <laughs> Yeah, it's, yeah, oh well, God. again, so we're tired. You know, we got a we got a little it's generation gap there, so uh, whatever. Yeah, that came out in 1990. Listen, everyone on this podcast knows I'm more of a Counting Crows guy. If there's crows, I don't oh, care about Jesus the color. Christ. I want to know the number. Horrible. <laughs> well, the Cheryl Crow too. Yeah, the Cheryl Crow, who was awesome, way more attractive than Adam Duritz. Then there's the Crow, which is a great movie. With Brandon Lee. Right, oh no, on. is this going to be a Crow episode? <laughs> I need to get a. Oh I need boy. to get a crow. Drop. No, because then Luke's just gonna start doing MST3K quotes and everything. <laughs> You're fucking damn right, I am. So I had this. I, I had this thought when I came in here, and it just popped into my head. And I I posted the question to Luke, and now it's almost becoming a vision. 
Um, what would happen if just some night you guys were doing this podcast and Neil just showed up? Like, I mean, we'd all be like Noah. We would be shitting our he, pants. Right. No, but no, I mean, I like, think, if you lawn. think about it, sure. if he just walked in here, first of all, it would probably take you like a minute to 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 process right. that. I probably think it was that John really in the mask him. You'd know it was him, but you'd be like, yeah. there's no way this could be him. No, I'd be like, you look exactly like Neil fucking Young. Right. But I, then I would think it was John it was him. in a mask. I would and, think it was John too. Yeah. And how would the how would the podcast go? And would you guys continue to do the podcast now that he was here? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because yeah. it could yeah. happen. He it probably, would, you know what, that's going mean, to happen. In you know some what? universe. That's going to happen And that would be the way it would happen. He wouldn't know he was coming. He just showed up. It's not. It it's going to happen during an album that we're going to shit all over. It's like, yeah. oh, I thought I'd join you for this one. It oh, might great. You know yeah, I want to hear your honest opinion. Yeah, so it would be yeah fucking hit me with it. It, so, would be, it would be the best way to, that it would happen because you wouldn't, you, you wouldn't be prepared for what, you know, you're going to try to you ask know what? him or whatever. So Are You Passionate is going to be a Zoom episode because we're doing it with John Craigie because he wants to be on it because he thinks that's oh, Neil's worst He thinks worst that's album. the worst one, yeah. But I might just send... I'll just send the Zoom link to Astrid and be like, Isn't hey. Isn't John Craigie from around here? No, he's from Denver, I think. Oh. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. You'll send it to Astrid. Is yeah, just see what happens. Say, hey, send this to your brother. We're talking about this album. We have conflicting opinions. Oh, jeez. I'm not really going to do that. <laughs> I'm definitely not going to do that. Um, on Twitter, uh, this guy, uh, Handy Snacks, he also comments oh, yeah, on other a, stuff. He's but, a regular. Uh, Luke, uh, from what you mentioned, he said, I implore you to check out the version of Fucking Up featured in the film. The best I performance did. of this song, oh, Neil Solo, is wicked. He's not wrong. It's, I mean, and, and that's, and Jarmusch starts the film with it, and it's fucking So it's sort of awesome. like Last Waltz, where it cuts between them just like hanging and doing yeah. shit, and then... It's also not all the yeah. same show, which is the album oh, all the yeah. same show? I don't know if it is. It's the it's same It's all tour. the same year. Yeah, yeah, but it's not, it doesn't yeah. go jump back and forth. What's amazing in the movie to me, the, one of the real amazing parts is they do... They kick into like a hurricane from a 1976 show. Yeah. And it's like a smooth groove. I mean, they're just, they got it on. It's ready. And then they cut to like a 96 tour version of like a hurricane. And it's this cacophonous mess yeah. of just feedback and Ralphie Molina just like just wailing on the drums <laughs> yes. and like Poncho spinning on the ground with his guitar. And it's just, it's chaos. And it just shows, like, uh, is it so the more you do it, do you get better? Or is it like, what are they doing? Are they so, like, they've played that song so many times, they're just tearing it apart so they can try to do it a different way. Yeah. Again, you know, it's a lot of in the film. I remember there was a lot of that. There was the a lot of, like, is- as we get older, we're trying to, you know, like, what what is it? Uh, not rust. They're, we're shaking the, yeah. you know, we're shaking the rust off. So we're trying to tear apart the music and kind of reinvent it in some way. The film know? is phenomenal and it's you're not gonna get it's like i know uh the what's it live rust and rust never sleeps they're both very similar this is not this is not like that they're they're two completely different things which is when i watched the movie i was like this is not at all what i was expecting but one of my favorite things is how he he dips back like you were saying he does that 70s version and then i i think he it almost it's in my opinion he wants to show you the contrast of the the camaraderie between the band has always been there, but like it's definitely gone through turmoil. And now it's like reached adulthood. Crazy horses, like in the nineties, they're in their twenties yeah. or whatever you want to call it. Cause they started in the seventies. Right. Yeah. But like, um, 
Well, it was like 69. But they're, they never change on, like, their, their clicking, their vibe, their, mm-hmm. um, what's it called? Their uh, chemistry on stage mm-hmm. is never off. It's always on. And that's the one Which kind of crazy, constant. Even because they, they can be so tumultuous. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and very. Astrid was saying the same thing. Like, yeah. yeah. But they can <laughs> only make that sound. They just fucking. Yeah. <laughs> they can only make that sound with each other, though. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Crazy Horse solo albums. Some There's some good stuff and there's, you know, it's, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. And then Neil without Crazy Horse <laughs> is a completely different Neil. Yes. You know, yeah. we've, we've discussed that many times. Yeah. But when they're together, that's, that's it's a, it's the sound own, they make, and you can only thing. get it there. Yeah, yeah I agree. Whether yeah. it's 1975 right. or 1995. Or 2017 right. or whatever, yeah. you know? Yeah. You know, you're only going to get that from, yeah. from him I, with I, Crazy uh, Horse. What were you well, I was just going to say, on the note, on what you were saying on the Twitter, it's worth... That That really got me, because the movie is literally worth watching just for his version yeah, no, of I fucking up. Yeah, no, I definitely want to see Like, it. it's yeah. that version of fucking up is... Yeah, I bet. It's, it's just insane. He's just... And they don't... Look, my favorite thing is they don't look like they belong on stage. Even Neil, like, after fucking... Yeah, they're just old like guys in regular ass yeah, clothes. He's they, wearing basketball shorts, yeah, man. Yeah. Like, in, like, yeah. boots. It's right. just weird. He's fucking nuts, man. They look like townies. Yeah. yeah. Right? Oh, here comes Noah again. Uh-oh. What's up, buddy? He brought in me to, to beat Super Mario World, which I'm actually all right with. I can't right now, but you got to go head out there. Go ahead. To, go, yeah. He's going to hey, beat it for you. Hey, Rock Boy, get him out of here. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. What's up, man? Okay. <laughs> what Sorry, folks. That's fine. Get him out of here. Get it out of here. Wait, Luke's got five of them. Yep. Are you doing a more social media thing? Yeah, just a couple things on the, okay. the Neil Young subreddit. Um, uh, <clears throat> FKFL who comments a lot, uh, says, Nothing wrong with a little Billy Joel. The Downeaster Alexa might be one of the top ten songs of all time. I think that's John Locke. And then Bob Deneen says, But oh, is yeah. it ranked ahead of or after Long December? And then he says, Ha, I really was hoping somebody would post that as a reply. Uh, and then Talking Idiot, who uh, comments a lot. I feel like says, the, the Reddit guys are always... It's like the same four guys that are just always, hey, you know. <laughs> I'm gonna. I think I have to get into like because of the QAnon doc. Yeah. I want to make a Neil Anon. Neil Anon. <laughs> oh yeah, what was that thing I sent you where Future the guy said pro- it was proves Neil? rust? <laughs> like w- some guy in a marching band looked like Neil Young yeah, or something, yeah, yeah. and he <laughs> said, "This has got to be Neil." Yeah, and I'm like, it "Was definitely oh, not Neil yeah. from that." From it does video. look kind of like him though. It's all right, kind of like him, but. And then Talking Idiot says, several things to say on the uh, Broken Arrow episode. A, most of the stuff on Broken Arrow was meant to be played live from its inception. Like you guys said, they played in a small venue, a whole bunch leading up to this. Uh, consequently, B, consequently, the tour for this album fucking rocked. Seriously amazing set list. C, uh, like you mentioned before, Hail Bop Comet was in 97, not 96. People are not happy that you fucked this Hail Bop <laughs> thing. Uh, the fuck i'll tell you what the heaven's gate people are pissed the ones that are still alive. the ones that are still alive and i'm bringing that up to say there are a few that are still alive and still believe in all cowards oh, Whoa, come on, oh i just blew that out i'm sorry <laughs> the fuck are we working with here pop. jesus christ and then uh d chris From the guy who's been on the radio for 20 chris, well you know I, I figured like things are you know calibrated to follow you know, the trains keep running kneeling on um and then I'm Chris Letart had me doing a double take several times oh, when he would start talking. It sounded like the jacket voice speaking up for a second or so. <laughs> I don't know if that's an insult or a compliment. I don't know, yeah. So, so that's, yeah, that's the social media. There's uh, this thing I started doing on this podcast that our listeners get a kick out of. 
Because Luke w- wanted me to do it, I think, right? You're yeah, one... it's my favorite impression you do. It's even better than your stupid Bill Burr. So uh, everyone, <laughs> Bill was, everyone was going nuts about that. I let a lot of people message me. But uh, you remember in Back to the Future 2? Yep. When Marty McFly's got that fucking jacket. Yeah. And Because he, he's wet, and then he has that jacket, and then, and then the thing comes on, and it's like... Uh, your jacket is now dry. Remember, it's like... Jacket drying. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. So I made it like a a character, and so on this podcast I'll just go into the jacket voice and I'll like talk about shit in the jacket voice, and and all the listeners really get a kick out of it. In their cars as they listen, they all erupt into spontaneous applause. It's true. Yeah, it's true. If it's not true, write in. But I'm pretty sure it's true. Yep. <laughs> well, you can, got we, more can we talk about the record? <laughs> well, actually, before we do that, I just want to quickly. Uh, since we have a guest here, it's not a monster episode, but since our dad is here, I, I kind of want to hear dad talk about when he first got into Neil. Yeah. And just like a little bit of your Neil history. Danny, how old are you? I'll be 60 in one week. Okay. And it's almost his birthday. 60. Happy birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday. Wait, how old are you, Shu? 52. 52. Yeah. So I would I would have to honestly say that like a lot of my Neil Young memories were with Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I didn't really start like appreciating deeper Neil that I knew about until you guys kind of got into him. Yeah. Um, I've I've heard Neil Young songs that I've never heard before. Yeah. Um, and it, is it other, is it weird that your sons are doing a Neil Young podcast? Not really. It's great, you know, because it's it's kind of a He's kind of your generation. Um, I guess he kind of is. I never think uh, about connection that. from from our music that yeah. Mike and I remember to to you guys' music. He's kind of a connection because yeah. it's like he's kind of a, a weird thing that doesn't happen often. I feel like um, the other the other thing about he's a time traveling vampire. That yeah. Neil, well, that's true about yeah. Neil that I I started to really appreciate was like even though I'm. A huge '70s music guy. I didn't really have much for the '80s, but when the '90s came around, you didn't like John Parr, Naughty Naughty, oh, there's, or there's a few oh, things about the in on, excess. What you need? Right. I get it. The shoot. second he said that, Russ looked right at my. I know you expect me to like well, jump no, on your dad's no, ass because like that, stuff from because the '80s. This is where I get it. Well, this is, okay. I didn't like the point. '80s. Well, see, so he actually lived through the '80s, so I'll take what he says a little <laughs> oh, more yeah, seriously than some guy who was still a sperm. Although I think Sharon likes a lot of '80s music. Right on, baby. Sharon likes a lot of Eddie. When the 90s came around uh, and I heard Eddie Vedder for the yeah, first time. Yeah, he loves Eddie Eddie Vedder's voice blows me away. Yeah. Right? There's something about him. And him and Neil did a lot of stuff together. Mm-hmm. And I think um, the fact that he was doing a lot of stuff with Eddie Vedder kind of brought out more Neil for me to appreciate listening to him. Uh, Eddie actually cover a lot of his stuff. Mm-hmm. And then him doing stuff with Eddie. It was kind of a new way to look at Neil Young, right. and uh, mixed in with what these guys were telling me about songs that I never heard before. It made me appreciate more of Neil than outside of just Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. Well, and what, what, what was like the first things you heard? Was it like just the Harvest stuff, or was it the CSNY stuff? CSNY, even Crazy Horse. So like probably like uh, Ohio, yeah. shit like that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. so something you and don't then. Know. Sorry, and then for me, what I really got into Neil was when you showed when I first saw the Last Waltz when I was mm-hmm. young, and I heard him do Helpless, 
And I was like blown away. I you were helpless. It. Yeah, I was helpless to helpless. But you were, uh, helpless had to be a big shot, helpless. didn't you? Yeah. No. Oh, they, look at that. that. Look at that. that. Look at that. Look they at broke him. the rule. Look at him kicking it down. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But I know you don't have a mic, Sharon, but is it a similar thing for you? Or? You mean for Neil Young? Yeah. Um, well, some of the albums up there belong to me. Mine was, oh, after, yeah. mine was an After the Gold Rush. And it was yeah, After the Gold Rush. Yeah, yeah that's one, one of my, yeah. that was one of my favorites, too. Might be on, on the beach and After the Gold Rush for me, or... Well, so the, an interesting thing about our dad is, so Mike, he has, he's a religious, serious XM listener, mm-hmm. um, but almost strictly to, uh, was it the top, what, what do you listen to? Every Saturday he listens Casey religiously. Casey Top 40. I'm top Casey 40. Kasem. Oh, the, yeah. are they rerunning American Top 40s? Every yeah, week. they do it every week. Every week. Thursday every night now. They do, a thir- they do a, a wheel of Casey on Thursday night. He'll wake up early. To go out in wow. the car and just sit out and listen to the top, and it's it's almost it's only the seventies that he does, right? Yeah, it's like a sickness. Yeah, it's it's really, like you with Italian it is, stuff. It is a sickness <laughs> yeah. uh, because also, it, it 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 makes me relive that time. Yeah, that it, I used to hear that as a kid, and for some, it's just it's a nostalgic thing to hear that every week. Yeah, kind of I used to listen to that to every that week time. when I was a kid. Like, oh, it's gonna be seventy. It's gonna be like November seventy six. Where was I then? I was 15, I, I, I hadn't had my license, whatever it was, like, it brings me back. So, okay, so I'll, I'll play in my mind, like, let me think of three or four songs that will definitely be on this list, and they'll be on the list, because I remember that time. It's almost like the songs bring up, like, scenes yes. from an Italian restaurant or something. Stop. Like that. Yeah. Jesus. I, Doesn't I, anybody I give a coming. shit about the rules around here except <laughs> I, for me? I heard that coming. <laughs> it Oh fuck! <laughs> I don't know if the listeners are. Come on, that, but Sharon had a zinger. Really good, really good one. No, but hold on, real quick, not to dip away from a different topic that's not Neil to another topic that's not Neil. Well, Dan talking about Neil is Neil. That's true. That is. But yeah, he was talking Boston. about Neil. Boston.com is fucking stealing your shit. Oh, I saw that. I haven't read the results yet. They started posting like their favorite Italian subs, and then right. last week they were like, "Here's the 200 best Italian subs in the New well, England area." You know, I, I, you know what? I hope they're giving you credit, man. No, they're not giving me credit because they're Boston.com. Fucking Boston. They should at least Boston.com thinks they everything. Buy you the top five. They should at least yeah fund me. Once or they something. figure out what the top five yeah. is, they should buy you. I mean, I'm glad those. they put it up there. There's places I can go to now and stuff like that. I mean, you know, everyone loves an Italian. I feel sub. like Mike hasn't paid for an Italian sub in a long time. No, that's not true. I pay no, for remember almost. Remember we had this bit and the last, shut it down well, actually, immediately? The, the, I, where we no, were I like, pay for them. Except the one that goes, John Latart got me, Chris or Chris Latart got me, and then, yeah, that was it. John I, I pay for them all the time. <laughs> John Lockhart? Yeah. <laughs> the fuck? That's anyway. kneeling on. Um, all right, you're the horse. Yeah. yeah can we, oh, oh, are you done? Are you, are, are you finished over there, you, ripping I on I the am, 80s? But... but I, I only no, I I only mentioned the eighties once. Okay. All right. But but here's the other thing too. One last thing about Neil was that um a really, really good friend of mine who passed away what it's been four four years ago, they moved out to California, a writer out outside of San Francisco, and they told me they told me they told Russ stories too about like Neil has a place up near in the hills where they lived and his name was Marshall. He told us stories about there was like a, a certain bar or club that I think they I used to go to. And out of the blue, Neil would just show up there. Oh, was it just, the Catalyst Club? I can't remember what it was. It was a little it's club in, in a nowhere. Like in Santa Cruz? He would just he would just come in out no, of no, like unannounced no, and no. play a, a couple sets of songs and like. Near San Fran. And yeah. he just would never tell anybody he was coming. But that kind of 
brought new life too about like the fact that like a really good friend of mine they moved out there then they kind of had that connection too and and it and russ was in the in the middle of that too because their son is his age so yeah and i yeah and i was out there like i was the best man in his wedding and stuff and and uh in the first they were telling us about neil because he lived right i think i don't know if it's broken arrow or or where or what it well, is. Well, his but. the ranch and everything. It's up near San Francisco. Yeah, it's like yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's near Santa Cruz. Up I don't there know the and, area, but it's um, close enough for him to get his feet wet in the ocean. Yes, so. but uh, their first album was uh, pencil. The pencil sketch drawing on the the oh, first yeah. time the album was 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 drawn by Marshall Coleman. Yeah, so. and Marshall was Dad's best friend, and uh, and he passed, but um, he had three sons, and Noah was one of the sons and that was Luke's best friend. This Isaac was, was the other son. Oh, okay. Was named and after the one who just friend. shit in my front yard is oh, named really? after Marshall's son. Well he must be yeah. very proud. <laughs> Actually <laughs> Noah is, is probably really <laughs> Yeah. The Noah of the namesake is probably would be super proud to hear that your son <laughs> is shitting in the lawn. After, yeah. Yeah. I, I almost took a picture to send to him <laughs> of oh. the shit in the oh. lawn. Yeah oh. he would love that. Damn it now I'm mad that I did not. All right, so how do we transition from shitting in the lawn, Noah Coleman, to uh, Year of the Horse? Into when you dance, <laughs> when you shit. <laughs> when you dance, it's no matter how much you shake and dance, that last drop will always fall out in your pants. I don't think that song gets the credit it deserves. <laughs> that song has, you know, like we learned on Live Rust, live, that's a monster riff. Oh, my God. And yeah. then at the end when they just keep going that boom. Yeah, and they ride bow, it out. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Wait, did you listen to um, like the Crazy Horse album at all? Everybody knows this is nowhere because yeah, that had like Cinnamon Girl and all those. Big, right. That know. was that was right at the very, the probably the middle of the psychedelic, of the late sixties, come going into the early seventies, yeah. yeah, yeah. where all that psychedelic stuff was going on. Yeah. Um. So there was a yeah, there was some good stuff on that. Yeah. It's a, it's a, that, that's one of Shoe's favorites. Yeah, that's, that's I like love up it there. too. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Everybody knows this is nowhere. Yeah. But the intro to the album, I feel like both of the both of these are, are gems. The album and the movie, Year of the Horse. Right. Well, they, they're completely different. Totally different. Yeah. Um, but starting with when you, when you Dance is like a weird move. but it's, I liked it, yeah. It's, but it's, it's at, interesting when you get to move. the end of it, you're like, this yeah. is fucking perfect. And then going into a, going into, a yeah, nine bar stool, minute bar which stool. Which is wild. Which you're Such like, how is he going to pull choice. nine minutes out of this song? And it's yeah. so fucking good. Yeah. Like, it, I think I'm just in love with that whole Broken Arrow style of the... Of riding that riff. Riding that end out. Yeah. Until mm-hmm. t- right. til you... It's like... Uh, it's like, like, you know, you ever seen a comedian, like, he looks like he's beating a joke to death, but then it, it, it goes unfunny, but then it gets f- even more funny because he just keeps carrying it out. Like no. Billy Joel references? Yes. <laughs> You know, how how hilarious Actually, it is in these episodes. That reminds me of Dad and I are watching George Carlin stuff the other day, and I was Who's thinking that? of that because he will do that. He'll he'll have a thing where it's like he's been going on about this for like fucking twenty five minutes now, and it's it gets to the point where you're like, there's those dips of like he's been talking about this this thing, and then now it's funny again because right. he's gone on so long. Well, it's almost you know like, what I mean? It's yeah. like the Neil when we saw him when he was touring with um, the fucking Nelson Brothers. I uh, promise oh, of the yeah, real. Oh yeah, promise of the real. But yeah. that 
the beginning when he starts and you just you don't hear anything, but he has a bunch of people come out in hazmat suits spreading seed mm. around or whatever they're doing. No, they were like spraying. The, or what, it started yeah. with people like spreading farmers, seed. people planting seeds and going around the stage and putting. It was in, during the Monsanto years. Yeah, and tour. then the hazmat people came out and sprayed. But all it went the on shit. for like yeah. twenty minutes. Uh, yeah, it was. I think it was longer than that. But it's just yeah. like it, it's so it, you you your mind goes through these dips of like this is hilarious. This is annoying. This is actually the fact that he's doing it this long is wicked funny. Oh my god! And people were starting to yeah. boo, mm-hmm. like screaming. See, that's you want that. He likes yeah. that. He likes awesome. it. He because he, he loves that. You've brought this up before, Shu. It's 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 a real reaction, right? And, Instead and of people just sitting there, it doesn't being matter quiet. if it's a positive reaction. Right. All Neil wants is a a genuine, yeah, yeah an authentic fucking reaction. And then by yeah. the time, yes, because now you're in it. You're with right. him. Yeah. You're in this experience yeah. now. And, and he's time, connecting with even you, whether if it, good or Even bad. if it took him no, annoying the fucking shit out of you, I know. now you're in the experience. But yeah. a, and so you're then, calling him a, cucks, a cocksucker because you spent yeah. 50 bucks on a ticket. You call and him it's a cock Way too. more than yeah. 50 bucks on a ticket. <laughs> yeah, whatever, but, yeah. but it's just, yeah, you're connecting. But then when, you know, when he comes out, when an hour later when he's doing a 30-minute electric guitar solo, you're in You love it. You're in it you're right. like yeah at least it's not that it's, you know I you're think, like this is great i think i told this before but i heard a an interview with howie mandel and when he used to do comedy he would do a similar thing where he would have some he would have uh, a, a song play and it was like an annoying did you do you know what i'm talking about no So, yeah, yeah, with the so, rubber glove on the head oh, and the, you know, all yeah. that stuff. Well, yeah. before when he would come out, and he, I, I heard it wasn't even an interview with him; it was with someone who would open for him or tour with him, and he would do this dumb, annoying, but kind, like slightly catchy song. But it was well, that's like the school of Andy Kaufman. I mean, he's but he would he would do it, the and then he would play it over and over again, and he knew exactly the point when to come out, yeah. and he would. Like the person who was saying, giving the interview was like, I don't know how he didn't like resist the urge when people were screaming like, "Fuck you!" Like they were <laughs> people like filled with rage. Right. But then when he, but teach, they were still there. They were there, but he knew the exact moment. And when he came out, people went, they went fucking bananas, like just nuts. Yeah. And it's just that's a little like different art. from Andy Kaufman, I guess, because Andy Kaufman. But he never, didn't yeah, he didn't care. give people. Yeah, that. he didn't. He, give didn't them he never, he never let up. The satisfaction. Right. He yeah. kept it going the whole time. Yeah. Like he was, you know, right. he was yeah. like the pro wrestler guy, wrestling yeah. women yeah. wrestlers all yeah. the way to the end. But you that, know, he didn't, he didn't let up. But that that patience, I feel like, is an art form. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Right. And even like in the midst of songs, like on the album and then on the DVD like on the album like a fucking 13 minute danger bird that's the that's the best version of that <laughs> song so good. holy out shit there. It's so good. yeah <laughs> that is the best version yeah. of that song out there and by far and that's you know i know what you're saying because broken arrow was like that they rode a groove yeah and that you guys know what that's like if you're just like jamming and you you lock in and all of you everybody's on the same page it feels it's not even that you don't care about the audience it's just that you you don't want to end it. It's just yeah, you right. go into some other locked realm, right. or some yeah. other thing that it doesn't happen all the time. And when it yeah. happens, you feel it. It's special, and yeah. you want to keep it going and and just ride it out until there's nothing left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what that's what Neil does, regardless of irregardless of what people think. Yeah, you know, I tell that story about uh, that version of fucking up he played on the psychedelic pill tour at the Garden, and like. It was like ten minutes, and they just and like Poncho was like in people's faces up front, going, "You're a fuck up, 
you're a fuck. And then people started booing and throwing shit on the yeah. stage. And Neil was loving it. Oh, he's the, yeah, he yeah. was loving it. People were getting all fired up about it. And then like he ended that and played Cinnamon Girl. And everyone's like, oh, yay. You know, but... <laughs> For like five whole minutes, people wanted to kill him and Crazy Horse, and yeah. it was fucking amazing. Well, even yeah. it was in, great in the the fucking up on that um, the movie. film version. Yeah. Like towards the end, he starts telling a story about his dad, like calling him a fuck up or something, or something like that. And I just, I'm just captivated by this. It's just there's something in Neil's face too. It's yeah. just something like when in the interviews and stuff where he's he just has this. He's the fucking best. He's fucking Neil, he man. is present, but he's also like. What have you got for me? You know what I mean? He's kind of like, he, it's just something about, it just. It, well, it's because it, he's not, you know, he probably has to do interview after interview. Uh, yeah, and he's not yeah. doing the same answers all the time. No, People are asking no, the same questions. But he doesn't. He's probably thinking about, how can I fuck with this person? Yeah. How, what answer should I give here? Who should I or, fuck with yeah, here? Or just, I'll say yeah, something about just, Dylan here. And then right. it'll get back to Bob, and Bob will probably call me laughing, going, I can't believe you fucking said that. I do not have yeah, a superfluous yeah. third nipple or whatever. <laughs> if, you, you know. if you want to see a really great interview uh, with Neil Young, watch the interview with him with Dan Rather. Is it recent? It's probably about two or three years old. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dan Rather's done some really oh, good he, recent interviews. I've got a whole yeah. collection at home on my DVR of, of everybody he's done, and Neil's, on one, Neil's one of them I saved. Does a, he does a really good interview because Dan Rather will get right into his life without being intrusive. Like, you know, most people will be like, you know, they'll, he'll ask questions Neil doesn't want to answer. And Dan doesn't do that. Dan knows how to, how yeah, to talk to him. Yeah, kind of ease him in. Right, because yeah. he's, he's just a great interview person. Yeah, through the years of experience. Yeah, but it was but good. I watched it. It was a very good interview. <clears throat> yeah, but how come I mean, that guy interviewed Gorbachev. Yeah. I think Neil Young would be a walk in the park, yep. you know? I don't know. <laughs> Neil Gorbachev. Neil Gorbachev. I yeah. mean, Gorbachev doesn't do a 13-minute killer version of fucking Danger Bird. <laughs> Unless he does. Yeah. Yeah. Right. If he did, then I'd Can be a huge fan. That to us? Gorbachev. <laughs> That's that thing on his head. It's a bird. <laughs> I was going to say. I was going to say. It's I a let bird. It yeah. It's a fucking bird. That is, that is, to me, that's the centerpiece of this record. Of that, of that Danger Bird? I mean, if yeah. anything... This version of Danger Bird, it's just a roller coaster of emotions. The Danger Bird shows all its titties on this one. It's the, all the titties are there. The big ones, the small ones the that hang in the back. The third nipples. Right, the one that's on the back, the one that's on the back of the neck. You know? It's what? just it's all there. What is this podcast? What is this? This is us. We're talking about Neil. This is what people want. You're damn right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not we, rocks back pages. Are we going to go through them? Barry Fife. Well, I, think, I think what we've been. Well, we I know, thought we would pick. I mean, because we covered them. the yeah. songs. Yeah. We've already Most covered of, all these songs. But let's yeah. pick out. Let's each pick out the ones that we really like. Well, I think what you're do, hitting on mine is Danger Bird and Barstool. Well, since are that's mine. later. See, play I don't like. Little, I don't like this version of Barstool. It's really? not my favorite either. I don't. I, don't, I like the choice that I like that. It's interesting. Yeah, that I love went, the song. Yeah, well, I think it's interesting that he went from when you dance into Barstool. I like the choice, I, I but think the I actual love the, end. I love, the, the end is great. That's what. That's the what end I'm is fun, about. but just in general, it's not my favorite version of the song. Well, let's let's preface by saying you know this wasn't all one show. This was recorded. All yeah. over, it's like Canada, 96. 96. So like Canada, U.S. states, a couple of club dates at the Catalyst Club. There was a couple of, of uh, songs on here from a Bridge School benefit. I think Bridge School 10. Oh, really? Is on here. Yeah, the acoustic stuff, like Mr. Soul. I think it was. I something. wanted to hear some of that. I love, yeah, yeah. I love Mr. Yeah, Soul. Mr. Soul Mr. Soul with a harp? Come on. That's in yeah. my top three. But this, now this is, as opposed to the MTV version, 
Mm-hmm. This has Crazy Horse, so he's got yeah. that that right. kind of rhythm. And it, it to me, it sounds the one on the MTV Unplugged sounds, for lack of a better word, it's creepy. It's mm-hmm. actually kind of like dark. It's very like he's you know much like in a lot of his songs, he's the guy in the Aerostar, creeping on the chick at the mall, waiting mm-hmm. for her to come out so he can chloroform her and take her and wear her you know skin she, as a as a cloak. Was she a great big fat? Mm-hmm. You help me put this couch in my van. I fuck me. Oh, so hard. It puts uh, the lotion on its train. It does. <laughs> puts it on the caboose. It does what it's told, and it doesn't use GMOs. That's right. I want a cup of coffee. Fucking Starbucks. Don't you and hurt a nice Chianti. Don't you don't you hurt Mr. Briggs. <laughs> don't you hurt Mr. Briggs. You know he's gonna name a dog Briggs. Come on. I'd fuck me. I'd fuck me so hard. I'd yeah. Fuck, I'd fuck up. And you know what? Briggs would fuck I'd fu- me too. I'd fuck up. I fuck up so hard. Briggs fucked everything. Yeah. Even yeah, trees. Yeah, he fuck something so hard. All right, all right. <laughs> So yeah, this is this stuff is recorded Buffalo everywhere. Buffalo Spring Bill. <laughs> Sorry, ah, that's, that's very good. I like that. All right. Uh, what the fuck were we talking? Oh, Mr. Soul. Right. So this for I like this version of Mr. Soul because it sounds mean. Yeah. Yes. As opposed to like yeah. foreboding. Yeah. It's kind of like it's got fucking shitty attitude. I yeah, think that's like a big part of Crazy Horse. I like it's it's crazy what, horse what we guys were just that, talking about. I like too, it more you know? than Unplugged. I think. Dude, really? Cra- yeah, crazy I Horse. I, uh, I, I think, think I, I lean towards the unplugged one, but I like this version so, too. So on this, like songs that he, like more recent songs, like Big Time, uh, mm-hmm. like stuff off Broken Arrow, I like the album version more. But Mr. Soul, I think, like you said, the grittiness of it or something. It yeah, just, like, it's really like just like gritty. It lot, yeah. and, and that's the great thing the, about Crazy Horse. I think the horse. difference as well. Yes, absolutely. Crazy Horse brings out the like aggression. Actually, can I mix some of that with some of that? Thank yeah. you. I want to mix that and that. Are you pointing at the dill, no. deviled egg, and rum? Mix some rum that's, and deviled eggs. I, you know, that's, no. I'm not judging, but that's not Cider a wise and, choice. And that rum. Don't you good. wish that just, a just because this came so close to Mirrorball and Pirate Neil, don't you wish he called this Yar of the Horse? <laughs> Jesus. Mike liked it. No, but I, 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 I agree. I, I agree, Shu. Like, uh, <laughs> can I have some of that one? Yeah. yeah. Um, the horse brings out aggressive Neil. Yeah. Like he yes. gets yeah. fucking mean. He gets yeah. angry. And that's where he can really just pound it. I mean, it's like it's yeah. bludgeoning. And yes. and Crazy Horse, you know, those guys don't give a fuck. No. You know, they're just, you know, they, they've been no. through the machine already. They tried to be the vocal, Dan, was it Danny and the Dreamers? Yeah. Was yes. that it? So they tried to they tried their hand. Or the memories or whatever. Memories, Danny and the memories <laughs> or something. Yeah. But they tried. The they already tried to be. So long ago. They, the machine has already taken them ago. and, and yeah. spit them out. You know, so and they were like, fuck it, we're just gonna be a rock band. Yeah. Yeah. And then plus you get that and everybody's and they do shitting. Sing. They do sing really. Oh, they good. sing, yeah, that's what they were great at. Yeah. That's why the harmonies sound good. But they good. also don't give a shit if they don't. You know why? Because when Neil started playing with them, everybody Fucking Joni Mitchell, Joan Baez, Crosby, Stills, Stills and, and Nash. They were all like, why are you playing with these guys? They yeah. can't play. They suck. This band sucks. Why don't you get, like, Joni Mitchell said, or no, it was Carol King Carol said, King, yeah. why don't you get some real musicians? <laughs> yeah, but to and be that fair, just, Car- and that and that just, just and makes honestly, them. And then she, she did. She got, that, the, she got cooched. And yeah, she got cooched, though. If she didn't say that. Uh, it's too cooch, baby. Like, uh, I feel like a part of it is that, her. Tapestry is a really her good album. saying it that, is a good album. Her though. saying that to him just makes him double down even right, more. Right, exactly, yeah. and it makes His those guys people, in Crazy people Horse saying shit like that to him. It, yeah. it makes him be like, 
Well, fuck you. But well, instead of practicing and I'll trying to be better. I'll go on to make better, this the best band in fucking history. They, they, they just try to sound fucking like shittier. You know, they think, just yeah. like Neil's like, look, I'm only going to show you three chords, and then you got to figure out the rest of the song. They're like, okay, whatever, well, and then they'll switch in between those chords. Right. Well, it's how how they play those yes, chords. Exactly. You know, it's between like the it's just a big fucking middle finger to everybody else, and and that's why they get so aggressive with Neil. And Neil gets aggressive with them. I don't know. Well, you got? Did you guys ever see them with Crazy Horse? No. No. I, see, I just yeah, saw the Psychedelic yeah. Pill tour, and that's after that tour I saw with Wilco, with Ben Keith and Peggy, yeah. which was great. This was a totally different well, deal. He, he was like, yes. he was like think, a fucking maniac. I don't think we ever stage. will be able to because Poncho's done. Is he? He's yeah. what he says. Yeah, he's you retired. Got, so Nils. yeah, I guess that's why Nils. But, but, but Nils isn't Poncho. Nils Poncho, Poncho probably Nils is fucking Nils is the sweetest. Awesome, yeah. Nils is the sweetest person on I know, the planet right? Earth. No, but and even, Poncho's a criminal. But seriously, he's a criminal. He's the most like Nils. When you watch the movie, he's like the most soft-spoken. Like Billy and Ralph are like fucking like they they get heated and even Nils like. Yeah, Ralph or uh, Poncho's the quiet one, but he's fucking funny. Like, it's yeah, just... but you know what? You know what? Nils won't steal your wallet to get an eight ball. That's true. And Poncho right. will. Yeah, that's true. So that's the this is the weird thing about doing this podcast is is that you were saying earlier, Chu, there is these different Neils. I mean, it's all one Neil, right? To go back, it's to all the... one song, <laughs> yeah. asshole. But, but there is a Neil on each but shoulder. But at the same time, there's, there's a devil Neil and there's an angel like Neil. a Peggy and Ben sort of Neil, right? And and to go back to what you were saying earlier, and I'm going to try to tie this all together. But in regards to listening to a version, let's talk like so for for instance, Mr. Soul, mm-hmm. the version from Unplugged. You and I might really like the way it sounds because it sound it actually sounds good. The quality is, is and it's better. it's just him. Right. Too. And yeah. so it's, it's, right. there's, there's, a, 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 there's an audio high quality sort of sound that right. it, it feels better in our ears. Right. Right. Whereas some of the songs on this record, I was like, they didn't give a fuck. They just put on like probably the worst version they could find. Well, on some I don't of the on that. some I mean, of these, I was like, really good. No, 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 not Mr. Soul. Oh. I mean, on some of the other songs, oh, I was right. like, I'll say, delivery kind of sucks. Well, no, and, see, I love that. See, and you guys might disagree with me, but and someone on Facebook says something about giving um, Lonely Heart Breaks justice, but I thought it was not good. I liked it on this more than I liked. The I didn't album. like it. I, I love that song, I, and I remember thinking back to that episode. That was in my top three. It's a weird I, choice. Neil can one play the like blues, the, I didn't like and the, Neil can sing soul. I know, Neil's but I didn't soul, like the quality. I didn't song. like the quality of of the. I didn't like the way that um, some of the instruments and like there was like a, a feedbacky buzz little, that I didn't think was. It. Yeah, it just sounds because a crazy horse. I know, but it, that's like throwing broken glass into there, a milkshake. Though. That's what that is. That's what crazy horse. Is. I know, I know, but it's it, it was a different resonance. You didn't like that he starts off just hitting fucking bass notes. No, not that. And this, the, all right, I kind of, all right, the dumb synth. The yeah. synth, I don't like at all. It's pretty close to the studio version. What am I thinking of? I'm thinking of the the film then. He does a song in the film that I forget what it is, but it's, uh, I don't like the sound of that snare either. No, actually, I'm with Russ. I don't like this. See, I love this. That's so '80s. That's why you like it. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. It's a residual cough syrup and cocaine binge. Listen to that fucking snare. Listen to the snare. That's an 80s snare. That's why man. I hate it. Yeah. 
But they, don't see, change, they didn't change the snare between the songs. It's, it's probably just, from a different thing. It's just a lot and yeah, of you can, it, Oh, no, they could probably, you yeah, know. They can, yeah, they can probably got that. a couple snares. It's a lot of reverb on the snare. Yeah. Too much. Too much. It, it is, this is his a voice, choice. though, I, I don't mind. His voice, yeah, it, it's he, great. This yeah. is like, and like on the the studio version, one yeah. of his best to me, one of his best vocal performances. It's good, yeah. yeah. That as far as that goes, it's just all I didn't like the way the synth sounds, and but again, it might be the '80s thing that I I don't like. Although I do like that song, the studio version I don't I I did like, but that one I didn't. I don't think I, didn't I like, like the studio version either, though. So I'm yeah, but. Um, I'm thinking of something different. Oh, it's because he turned off the thing. Oh. No, it the way yeah, yeah, the Bluetooth yeah, will just. Keep but anyway, quick. so uh, to go back to what I was trying to say was that it, it's interesting that there are these, there is the the solo Neil, but also the the Stray Gators or the right. Harvest Moon Neil, which is 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 just so pretty and the sound yeah. is so. The comes a time Neil. Yeah, there's. So there's, you went from Zuma to like comes a time. Yeah. yeah, you know, but even Zuma has its own its own resonance. But they're too it's different. Yeah. this song is too. This different. doesn't remind me of anything. There. This this album doesn't remind me of. I Zuma wonder why at all. he put this on the album because it's not on the. You know why he put it on because this is like one of David Briggs' favorite songs. This is really. Yeah, David Briggs loved this song, but he thought they could have done more with it on what was on Life, right? Uh, yes, they, yeah, they, I think so, he yeah. thought they could have done more with it on Life. Crazy and, Horse's worst album, in and my Neil. Didn't want to do more with it, and he always was—he was always pissed off about that with Neil. Yeah, because he loves this song, and I—and I love this song too. And it's—it's it's a soul song. The lyrics aren't like complex, you know, but it's how they're sung. Like I've any always, soul song, always, if you read the lyrics, they're yeah. dumb. But if you hear like Sam and Dave singing them, yeah. it's how they sing them, and like how he sings this song, you know, he feels yeah, I agree every with that. single word. Yeah, and I yeah. just, that's why I love. And I've it always so much. liked the the how he does the. Like yeah. that, like repeat thing. Yeah, you know? I love that. And I, that Crazy Horse really no, shines I do on like here vocally too, too. I just, I love this song a lot. I think I'm with Russ. I, I was thinking of something different. It's just the way it sounds. I don't. Whatever I don't the like, second or third but, song is on the film is, it's, it's one of the songs that I was like not as fond of, the album version. But I'm like, I actually kind of like this because they, and maybe even seeing them do this part of it is just seeing them do anything. Right. I, I think the thing that hits home for me the most on both the album and the film is you see how much he loves Crazy Horse. Yeah. He and you see the chemistry guys. when they're on stage. They're, they're basically his family. Right. And like he, uh, even off stage, like one of my favorite moments is um, probably, I think it's in the 70s. It's from that 76 European tour. They're in England and they're backstage and someone just pulls out a camera and it shows them, you just hear the crowd waiting for an encore and man, does Neil make them wait. But they're just sitting there drinking casually, and he's like, I don't know, you guys want to do it? And they're like, he's like, I don't want to, but I feel like he's like, they're just talking about it. And then he's like, you guys want, he gets this look in his eyes. He's like, you guys want to do homegrown? And and they're like, yeah, let's do homegrown. And then they all get up. And even as they're walking, someone's like, dude, let's do like a hurricane or whatever. And he's like, no, let's do homegrown. And it's just like you just see like they just fucking love each other. And yeah, and they, they love playing together. They love playing, and that's together. the fun. It's like no, let's do homegrown. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. You know, oh that's, my god, yeah, that's that chemistry that he doesn't get with fucking Crosby, Stills and Nash yeah. or, or the Stray Gators or Ben Keith or like, yeah. Well, Ben uh, Keith is a, definitely gets Ben Keith is a loser. He definitely has. I, I mean, talk sucks. about talk about a shitty musician. Seriously, what a waste. <laughs> How, Russ, how, how many of his songs? Russ he, isn't even taking the bait. He's, he's not, just like, yeah, you guys are dead to he, me. Because he, he, he knows we can't. If Ben Keith played with Billy Joel, Russ would love <laughs> Billy Joel. If Ben Keith <laughs> was on, like, you may be right. You may be right. Uh, how, how many, Paul and Oates and Keith. How many of his oh, songs yeah. did he have? I'd be waiting. 
I know he hit on harder goal. He had Linda Ronstadt mm-hmm. back him up on a couple. Two of or three, I think. Yeah, there's vocals. two of them on there. Old man, on was it old man? Yeah, Heart uh, uh, of Gold. Heart of Gold. Heart of gold. And, well, that was uh, that was Hardy, that, that was Linda and James. Yes, that was from '73. Yeah. Yeah. So that was probably when James Taylor. Well, that was like when Linda Ronstadt was just starting out, out of solo. Ponies, and then she and was James Taylor was br- like, broken. No, that was '71. I had a huge right. Wolf. So that was like James Taylor, like just starting his like musical recording career right. there. So he took these two. They were part of that whole Laurel Canyon thing. So he probably yep. knew them anyway. And uh, but she came back on um, American Stars and Bars, Stars and Bars. Yeah, yeah, with Nicolette Larson. Danny, you would like American Stars and Bars. Yeah, That's a great yeah, album. If you get a chance, if you can listen to that, I don't know yeah. if you have Spotify. Or That's anything. a fun you, album. You, if you ask me, though, my favorite Neil Young listening, like as as much as he's done, incredible stuff he's done, like even with all those backup vocals and stuff, my favorite listening to Neil is just one Neil Young and one Neil Young playing one guitar, mm-hmm. like. If I had to pick one song that would, I had to kind of put right at the top, it would probably be The Needle and the Damage Done. Oh, yeah. So There's just something about listening to that song with just him singing and him playing that, that guitar the way he plays it on that song. It's just, you that would, type of, you, you know, would love, me away. he just released, not just, but it's been a few weeks. Young Shakespeare. Young Shakespeare. Yeah. Yeah. Shakespeare. And it's just him at the Shakespeare bit, yeah. Theater, right. I think in Hartford. And you can really, I thought or New Haven. No, it was in Connecticut. You can really yeah, hear his guitar. Yeah style coming yeah. out because there's nothing else there and it's just him like playing that acoustic guitar like nobody else can it's he always style. said that when he wanted to reconnect with an audience yep it would just be him and a guitar exactly. because in a with crazy horse or another band you're in a big stadium right. and stuff but it's just him he doesn't the, need like anybody you said else to right make that guitar sound good he does it all by himself yeah, yeah easier get, to make a connection yep. that way i gotta piss wicked bad you guys want to keep talking i'm fine with it if you want to well let's take a break all right let's take luke, a little do you have any wine i gotta take a crap can i use your uh your swing on yes. your tree out there <laughs> luke wait do you have any do you have any wine because this microphone smells like a beer oh oh, no! oh that's a good one because it would be cool if you listen to this it would be cool Oh my god, really? Yeah. You're tuning in to Radio Talk with Mike Shoe and Red Wine Danny. <laughs> Red Danny. Wine Danny. <laughs> Sorry. I had to pee so bad. She's got her toys. Whoa. Danny, right before we came back on, what were you saying to Mike? Because I think some local New England people will find this interesting. Everyone else won't give a fuck, especially our listeners in fucking Sweden. <laughs> yeah, they could give But shit. we love them. We love the Swedish. They're just, they just want to call our Mike on listeners. the Hey, if you're, if you're Swedish, do a vodka. We're, uh, we're huge in Europe. We're just really big in Europe. We really yeah. are. Right. So what I was asking Mike was, or I guess what I was saying to Mike was, my AAF days that I remember there was like a little window of time where I listened to AAF. That's the station Mike was on for over 20 years. Right. But I think this was a little before. because oh, it was way before. When I yeah. started driving for the company I'm still working for, it's going on 34 years. Bursaw Gas and Oil. I started there in Don't 87. And I was listen- I listened to AAF. And it was back when uh, Greg Hill, they called him the Hillman, and mm-hmm. Ruby Cheeks. Ruby Cheeks. That's when he wasn't Greg Hill. He was Keg Hill. Because he was a party guy. 
I've always I just, party guy. I've always, I just I've remember never Cheeks been a fan and Hillman. I listened to Hillman. Yeah, they, Ruby Cheeks. Yeah, yeah she Hillman. was in there very long. No. And he did overnights, I believe, and stayed. But everybody and helped about with AF news and thing. stuff. Nobody remembers Ruby Cheeks. I listen to Hillman. Yeah. I listen to Hillman every morning when I first started. I used to listen to Hillman and Tashu, but. I never liked Hillman. She was I just liked his. I, I liked he his crew. Like I liked. Guy. I liked like Danielle and, and Barbary. Yeah, and like yeah. Uh, I even liked LB. Danielle Murr, uh, listen to her podcast. I'll yeah, have, she's got a podcast. I'll have one of everything. I want to talk to Danielle because I have several cats, and my wife likes plants as well. Oh really? Well, yeah. then you guys will be. That's a, easily a four-hour yeah. podcast. Well, we met right at there. Dolan's wedding, and and I think. We oh, had, that's right. We she were, was there. Yeah, we were dancing. It was yes. fun. It was a good. And time. she came out as Aunt Kathy, well, which yeah. is great. When I you love danced, that. did you really love? Why don't you actually hit hit the? Yeah, can yeah. we? I want to hear that. Some the Neil wins. Neil wisdom. It's all one song. It's oh, all one train. We missed the <laughs> we missed the first part. It's all part. one bird. The, uh, Let me start it over. Yeah. There we go. It's all one song. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. It's all one bird with a lot of tits. <laughs> Sorry, we're just ruining. Well, we've established that Danger Bird is. Have we established that the Danger Bird is the centerpiece of this record? Well, go I, into Mr. Soul so. a little bit too. I want okay. to hear a little bit of Mr. Soul. I, uh, I like Barstool a lot, but I don't. It's not worth playing. It's just no. the end of that of it that I love. It's this one. Oh yeah. Ah oh, fuck. But when the the rest of them kick in. Yeah. Yeah. Poor Sharon doesn't have headphones. Is that drop D tuning that he's using, or is I that think so? Yeah, just tune low. It's definitely a different tuning. Yeah, see, this has got way more like attitude. Yeah, yeah. go forward a little bit version. to where they're where they're singing with them too. Do you know like, where? Just go later in the song. They should okay. be there. Maybe go further. <laughs> so. Don't laugh like Neil. Maybe go further. <laughs> here's like three minutes. You can't find it, then it is what it no, is. Now here's three minutes. His harp playing is... I know, I love the harp in this song so much. There's a little bit. Yeah. Maybe Billy or Ralph here. So yeah. how do you feel? A couple of podcasts got taken down <laughs> Did you already. see that? Did you guys yeah. listen yeah. to the most... I checked re- to make sure it wasn't us. <laughs> Did you listen to the most... Was it off Young... Was it Young, young uh, Shakespeare or was it... Uh, the the one they just released on the archives were with... with is it Stills or Nash singing that with him? I think Young Shakespeare is just him. Yeah. I think it's just No, but they just released a version of Mr. Soul recently. He loves this song. Yeah. Well, and I think it's still. I think it's still singing, version, singing with right? him. But it's on. Uh, oh yeah, it's on. Yeah, trans. on Human Highway yeah. too. In that scene in Human Highway, Neil's yeah. real re- nostalgic, even though he doesn't like to say, "I don't need to rely on my past." The guy who puts out Neil Young archives. 
Um, but <laughs> it's literally you know, every that's, week. that was his first really big hit. You know, and I'm yeah. sure it has a very special was place it? in his heart. And he's always looks fun. He always like looks back fondly on the Buffalo Springfield days. Mm-hmm. You don't right, see him shitting because, on like, everybody. You the know? Buffalo Springfield songs that everyone knows are not Neil songs. Well, the one. Well, Mr. Soul. Mr. Soul, but like uh, they're it's all still songs. Stephen Stills. I was going to say Stephen Stills had a big yeah. hand in a lot of those songs. Yeah, yeah. yeah but he lo- he always he always speaks highly of Buffalo Springfield. He doesn't yeah. like cra- he'll crap on Crosby, Stills, and Nash, but he won't he won't do it with Buffalo Springfield. Danny of the pre Crosby, Stills, Nash bands. Are you more of a Hollies guy? Are you a Birds guy? Or are you? I, a I knew you were going to ask me that. Guy? Well, you're definitely a Hollies guy. I feel. I like. love. I love Graham Nash's voice. So when he sang with the Hollies, like he he kind of had that high tenor, mm-hmm. um, you know, with the rest of the Hollies. Like the Hollies, I can't even sing this songs because it's so high. But um, I I I gravitate towards the Birds. Oh yeah. Because I my if I have if I could pick one guitar to get. It would be a um, Rickenbacker twelve string. Oh yeah, I love the sound of that. There's something about that guitar that I just love. George Harrison, Tom Petty mm-hmm. played it, but um, you also love that acoustic. Like you're a big America fan. I feel like or I Bread, like America those kind of bands. America is the band that reminds me the most of Tom Meeting because even though they're not three brothers, three different guys, they all lead, sing, and they all write, and each one of them has their own style. I couldn't tell you an America song besides Horse With No Name. Oh, my goodness. That's Neil it. Young's father heard Horse With No Name that's on the a, radio and thought it was Neil. That was a, that's a Dewey Bunnell song. I can see that. Dewey Bunnell did Horse With No Name, Ventura Highway. Tim oh, Ventura oh, yeah, Highway. Ventura Highway. Yeah. You can tell his yeah, guitar you know, style yeah. and his voice. Jerry Beckley, um, I Need You, Sister Golden Hair. Sister Golden uh, Hair. Right. Yeah, that that's too. right. Um, he, and he plays piano and guitar. Del Paxton. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Dan Peake, who who passed away probably six seven years ago, he did like uh, Lonely People. He mm-hmm. played the harp. oh, that's America too. Okay, yeah, I that's know that's Dan Peake. That, but like America's I said, actually pretty good. Actually, three, there's yeah. three different mm-hmm. guys who all sing, who all lead sing, and they all write just like you three guys. Would you say America's better than Rush, Dad? Um, choose your I, I don't words know what you wisely. Mean better, like he's a, he actually loves Rush. All right, he's a big Rush fan. Cheers um, to you then, sir. He's the greatest always, band in North America. Well, I yeah, I mean, I talking about Getty Lee, the, the talent that comes out of a guy like that. You know, I thought of Rush earlier today when my son took a shit in the lawn. Wow, you're trolling <laughs> I'm me. I'm just kidding. Big I, time. Actually, I love Rush. You're trolling me big time. <laughs> Isn't your son getting into prog rock? You might want to turn him on to Farewell to No, the you know what my son's been listening hemispheres. to is Billy Joel. He, like, that's really? Oh, he boy, he's falling off. Any, any guy that can, that can lead, sing, and play bass... And keyboards with and his keyboards, foot. Like, you know, it's talent. Like, put your yeah. penis like Roger away, Waters, oh. lead, playing bass, lead singing, Pink Floyd, same thing. Right. Bass. Um, yeah, no, I, I like Rush, but I don't know. I'm just, I'm a huge America fan. So. Well. Hell yeah. Unfortunately, I am Hell not. <laughs> I just rather listen to Neil Young. Yep. I always thought they were kind of. Just ripping off what Neil did. I didn't did. think I was an America fan until you mentioned those songs. I'm like, yeah, although Sister Golden oh, like Hair is pretty good, and I like that. Yeah, that's and all right. Lonely People is a great fucking song. It is a good song. Yeah. I can Jane. definitely see you not liking Ventura Highway though. I'm not a big fan of that. That's like dipping the toe in the yacht rock sort of. Yeah, yeah that's flirting yeah. real. I don't close. mind some yacht Ventura rock, but Highway, it's just kind of like there's just so there's so Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. 
Do you think they're ripping them off? Oh, absolutely. Well, I, I think totally they're highly think inspired. I mean, they they got talent. I mean, they they the beautiful harmonies longer, and everything, but it's like stronger than I don't know. Tin, tin man. I, I I guess I'd probably gra- gravitate more towards Dewey Bunnell's style of writing. Like I know that's probably right. a lot closer right. to the style you're talking about. Yeah, that it's good. Yeah, kind it's of folk good. going into cross between folk and rock. Yeah. Right. That that era, you know, the early seventies. But yeah, I mean, I I can see where you'd where you'd say that that try it. That try just it. see, I just same. found them real. I don't know. I just Crosby, Stills, and Nash came first. So. Yeah, yeah. I just thought they were always trying to cash in on that sound. Bread, on the other hand, just toss that right in the trash. Yep. <laughs> I'm know. sorry if you like them. What's but, the br- uh, what's a bread song? I would baby, do. I'm a want you. Oh, oh, I yeah. love that song. Dave, you know okay. what? Really? You know why I love that song? Because of the movie uh, Stuck on You. <laughs> Okay. They put okay. it in there in a perfect right. scene. Yeah. Yeah. See, now I, I love David Gates. Oh, oh really? I'm a want you. Yeah. That's uh, a bad idea. Baby, I'm a need you. You're the only yeah. one. So you, you, you probably hate Eric Carmen. You probably hate... I don't mind Eric Carmen. Like, I like some raspberry, raspberry stuff. stuff yeah. yeah. Dad, it doesn't matter. He loves Elvis Costello and everything else in he the 80s. He doesn't love Elvis You know Elvis what? Costello. I totally love Elvis Costello. I, loved, I liked Elvis Costello. I did like Elvis Costello. Yeah. Oh, That's a great songwriter. He's an okay songwriter, but yeah, everything else he does fucking sucks. He's no Jonathan Colton. <laughs> yeah, no one knows who that is. All right, let's All right, get back to fucking yes. Year of the Horse. And we should also, we should dip on Young Shakespeare a little bit because that came out. Yeah, if you time. guys want to. Yeah, it's just, really just great. Just a couple of things. Like you you had mentioned um, that version of Sugar Mountain is fucking awesome. The it is. He just great. jokes through the yeah, whole thing. His whole, his, I his his love whole, that. Like, rap That's, thing like that Neil's does, got such yeah. a great sense of humor. When was was that like super early 70s? He when was, was like not. He was Must pretty young. Yeah. I think that was that tour that they got the Massey Hall recording yeah, yeah, so from. Which it, it must have been 60. So it was pre-Harvest, it was, yeah, because he does like, a lot of Harvest tunes on must there have that been like people didn't even know yet. By the way... I'm thinking it's like 70. Uh, really? I feel like it was earlier, because... Because that... No, because Massey Hall, that tour... it was 71 tour, or 72. The Massey Hall really? tour, like that tour mm-hmm. that was on, he was doing it, and then that's kind of when he said, I'm going to go to Nashville and make a record. He also says, here's a new one that I'm working yeah, on. Isn't that Man I mean. Needs a Maid? Yeah. So it's, yeah. Pr- it's, it's pre-Harvest. super early. Yeah, and then what does he go into with Man Needs a Maid? He goes into something... is it words? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which is really amazing. Oh, that's the words. He does like a, I think words is the words or journey through the past. Maybe is what it is. I don't remember. I don't know, he does like I mean, a couple weird piano tunes. He it's releases so much way. shit that I can't. I just no, can't even. Much. Man needs a maid to me is so much better it's than awesome. with the Jack Nietzsche overblown yeah. orchestra. Yeah. When you can really like, just like when you can really hear, I, like, I still like the. No, Nietzsche. I like the Nietzsche version too. But when you can really hear the song as it is, yeah, it's yeah. Like, as a we said that about Long Walk Home too, yeah. and then when the archives came out, yeah. you know, it's like granted our wish of just Neil mm-hmm. singing the first version of that. Yeah. Anyway. Do you well, think it's that it's, it's the, like that with some of those trans tunes too. You're like, Jesus, man, these are yeah, these are beautiful songs. songs. Do you yeah, think with yeah. all the Neil releases lately, do you think he knows about this podcast and he's trying to bombard us so we'll slow down? So we'll just die? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a weird... It's, like, it's kind of like an endurance we test. We probably would have if it wasn't for the youngsters <laughs> by now. <laughs> hey, would've. these guys said you sucked. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, who's that? Is that Neil too? I don't know. It's a youngster. <laughs> Is it Neil as a youngster? It's Neil as a young. It's Chris hey, young. Is, hey, is it Neil, Neil here. Undercover as Neil a youngster Neil here. Young Neil hey, what Locke. do you guys think about Billy Joel? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I heard you ripping on Billy Joel. Hey, I'm not really Neil Young. I'm just a fan. But those long may you young guys are really fucking up, don't you think? <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> 
right. What other standouts? We, we you guys talk about Danger Bird so much. Why don't we play right. some, let's, let's some Danger Bird? Bit. Yeah. This, this is again my favorite Neil Young guitar sound. I don't, I, I don't know how this can't be, if not your favorite, at least in your top three. This version of Danger Bird on this album. Right, this version of Danger Bird. Yeah. I mean, he's creating a landscape. And he's still coming off that, like that whole part right there. And is he goes still into off that. Of, it's still and off then of he, scattered. He goes though. right into that windshield wiper guitar yeah. sound. But you even, know what? It reminds me of a little bit. This helicopter. Yeah, like the tr- like a whoosh yeah. whoosh yeah. whoosh yeah. kind of thing. I, mean, I don't know if he that he means. I think that, he does. But to me, that's that... kind of what I hear in there. Yeah. But even the beginning, that's still scattered. He's still playing, coming off a of scatter. Oh yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's like, wah, ooh, wah. I, I just and then love, and then you know he's probably just they just melt right into it because they're crazy horse. They've been playing with them forever. Yeah. You know they they can read and each other's it, thoughts. The... Oh, it's so yeah, good. I gotta fade this to be playing Hold on, let's hear it. And I love the pace, the heaviness. I yeah. uh, see. I love that kind of like we're over sludgy we're fine, stuff. Right? Oh, sorry, Ricky Harvey. <laughs> no, I think that's better for us I if we're talking we just over it. Play the whole uh, song. Not really. No, <laughs> it's we got to limit the time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So people at Pantheon, Spotify is now like literally just canceling episodes. Oh. Yeah, they're just yeah. ripping people just, down. They now. pull them without telling you. So. Jesus. Yeah. We'll fade that. Well, you see, know, I love that. We'll I love that bit. heavy, distorted sludgy like lava like pace like i love that stuff it's like you know that doom metal you know it's almost like black sabbath you know real fuzzy doom metal dan mosh pity like dan mosh pit fucking whipping your fucking oakley's off and jumping in the pit you know and taking out your aggressions of your abusive father On all those little screamo nerds wearing the fucking vans. Hey, and I was one of those screamo. Nerds. I know you were, and uh, you know, there's Dan Moshpit, you know, what calling you everybody say, a pussy. What were you gonna say, Dad? No, when he mentioned Black Sabbath, I'm trying to remember the name of the guitar. Tony uh, Iommi. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what it reminded me of when I heard that. Yeah, yeah. and you know, they're contemporaries. I mean, they both kind of start their careers, kind of started up at the same time, right. 1968, 69. I feel really Black Sabbath was that early. Oh, yeah. First album was oh, yeah. uh, 1970. Oh, just, yeah. just right around no, Vietnam. No, they, yeah, they started. Yeah, yeah. but really? uh, they go way yeah, back. Like yeah. War Pigs was all about the Vietnam thing. Mm-hmm. But the thing cool about um, did you like the the was the guitar player was he lost two of his the tips of two of his fingers. Right. Well, he lost like half of one and yeah. the tip of the other one. Right. Yeah. And, and if you watch him playing, it like it's he's got these like band-aid things on the end and Jeez. he can and he can yeah. play a guitar like And you can't does. get another sound like Unbelievable. that. Unbelievable. Yeah, nobody cuz well, you got to cut off part I, of your dude, finger. Dude, I love shit like that. It's it's almost like I uh, recently I was listening to a lot of Richie Havens and like no one else can do what Richie Havens does because he wraps his thumb hand, all the way yeah, around. His hands were so big he that he, right? he uses yeah. his thumb as yeah. a fucking as a capo. As like a he bars the whole guitar. I noticed you doing when you were showing me some of your new stuff for, on your new album. Yeah, I just do like Indiegogo.com slash 
man song. song. Yeah. A lot of guys will use it just to get the bass. That's what you know, I do. The bass, yeah, that's what I do. He yeah. he uses it, for, like it as a bar, and I then he, now he's got the rest of his fingers to do whatever he wants. I can't he wrap must my brain be. A phenomenal hitchhiker. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he just sticks that thumb out, and oh. like everybody stops. Right. Oh, that guy needs a ride. Well, no, because his thumb bends down. Oh, he could probably just catch the car <laughs> yeah. with his thumb. Yeah, yeah. yeah he just stops it like a thumb war. <laughs> That's right. I need a ride. Actually, Clink. you know what? I just I thought of while you guys were talking about Black Sabbath, and I know it's not super related, but it reminded me you posted recently about what fucking ever who cares we're one oh, an hour on, and on, a half on into breaking it. the ice you were talking about that when when your wife was kissing alice cooper oh yeah it? yeah and then i thought <laughs> when my great, dad, by my, the way. that was a great story but uh he's such a nice guy my, I my dad, dad, dude my I, let me just great. say this weird story so years back our dad kissed alice cooper y- no 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 no, no, no. hold on let me just fucking so years back <laughs> i was driving with dad and 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 uh I don't even remember what where we were, what was going on, but I was driving. We were we were hanging out together, and this was a long time ago. And so, in my impression at the time was like, oh yeah, you know, my dad. I grew up in in the church, and my parents are religious or whatever. And then I'm driving with my dad, and he's like, yeah, put on this put on this album. It's like fucking snake, whatever. It's like Lord, the Halo, flies, Halo of flies, and I'm like, what? So I put on this I put on this fucking record, and it's like satanic and i'm like how is my no, religious no, 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 no. father no, showing no, me no, this no. album no and he's like involved. and he's like listen to this and i'm like well yeah it sounds great i like it a lot but i was like just so confused because now all of a sudden my dad's telling me oh, to play no. this this is alice a Neil young cooper. podcast but i could talk at least for an hour about alice cooper that's because it's your dad knew like alice most Cooper's- reasonable people that's theater it is. That's right? exactly it's, what it was. That's theater, and the guy's it's done still really married well. To the same woman for over 40 yep. years. He said they'd never had a fight. Yep. He overcame drugs and alcohol. Like mm-hmm. He took up golf. Also yep. grew up in Laurel, or not, or started in Laurel Canyon, I'm pretty sure. Right. He's yep. an interesting yeah. cat, man. You know, yeah, sure. you, know, you know who launched his career was um, Zappa? Frank Zappa. Yeah, Frank Zappa. Did you see yep. that there's a doc on him on Hulu? The one that, uh, what's his name from uh, Bill and it. Ted did? Uh, I haven't seen it yet. Is it's that really good. Alex Winter? Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna it's watch it very good. I'm gonna watch yeah, it it's great. It's warts and all. But so it's not, it's not a kiss-ass documentary. Alice it's Cooper has some great musicians behind him. He, yeah, like, definitely. Unbelievable musicians. Did you see my favorite, one of my favorite memes is him at a soup kitchen, just like serving like kids, and the kids have no idea it's Alice Cooper. Because yeah. he's not... Just he's some not, creepy old them, dude with a golf like, sweater and long hair. I can't, yeah. hear, I can't hear Alice Cooper without thinking Wayne's World. That's the only thing I relate Alice Cooper to. Anyway, I just thought that was a cool connection because my dad is the one who introduced me to Alice Cooper. Oh, he's great, and man. Then you he's were, a great you artist. were telling that story. I'm yeah, blown, he I'm really still is. blown away that Sabbath started in the 60s. That's weird. Late, late 60s. Yeah, late yeah. 60s. Like, yeah. Were they good in like, their early stuff? Or were they... That first Sabbath album is still in one of their best. Yeah, Paranoid. Yeah. I listened yeah. to it No, the, the one before like, that, so, the self-titled. So I've been listening yeah. to Dark Side of the Moon a bunch for just because I just have been getting back into Pink Floyd a little bit. But then I st- I'm like, oh, I'm going to go back to their first album. Are you taking pot? With Sid Barrett? That that's with Sid Barrett. My dad's right there. No, that's after Sid Barrett. Dark Side of the Moon. No, but I mean, he's going I way said, back. So oh. I went back to the, Sid the very first was... album, and it's nothing. Oh, right. what was that? Saucer full of secrets. Something about a, a, the Piper at the. Gates oh, Piper of Dawn. at the Gates of Dawn. Yeah, and it's just it's a lot of acid. It's not Pink Floyd though. It's just not. I don't. Well, even that was because hear... Sid Barrett was in the band. Right. It was a different band. But is that that's not early Sabbath? That's no, Sabbath. No, no, the, the first Sabbath album was. I mean, they they were like heavy, you know, heavy blues like Led Zeppelin, except they just were heavier. Yeah. And that yeah. first Sabbath album is is still really fantastic. Ozzy's voice, I, I don't think, know is Sabbath still the best on that first Sabbath them, album because 
he was still belting out like a blues singer. Yeah. Well, it's 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 yeah. it's it's similar to me uh, how people they all they know of a lot of not not everyone obviously, but a lot of people who think Rolling Stones they think of their like hits and shit. Mm-hmm. But when you listen to like old Rolling Stones, it's all just blues. Oh yeah, that's just, their first couple just, albums, yeah, all blues it's just covers. blues shit. It's and they hard, were really yeah. purist about it. Like yeah. if you weren't playing right. like yes. John Lee Hooker and and Howlin' Wolf, and when then I went you, back you and sucked. started listening to like old Rolling Stones, I was like, what? Like you got listen, Rolling Stones now is the best of their early Beatles albums. Stones. On really, three. one, yeah. two, fuck, fuck, Stones. <laughs> oh, sorry. All right, can we talk about Neil Young? Yeah. Well, I was going to say, Ozzy to me is a lot like Neil because he's adapted through the ages. Where you see right. some people get stuck in an era or stuck mm-hmm. in a decade or stuck in yeah. a genre. And he's, but both Ozzy and Neil have done it yeah, on their own Ozzie terms. Yeah, except Ozzy went into reality TV. But, um, but, he was, but that was before. He was the, I think he was the very first reality TV show besides like Real World and Road Rules. But like, well, there was like Survivor, Survivor. And stuff, but like but, following yeah. a family like he the Kardashians. And like Big Brother and shit like that. Was yeah. And then immediately yeah. Gene Simmons is like, I want to do that. Yeah. Fuck yeah. kiss. Well, Sorry. you know, Sorry. Ozzy was so pilled up and over-medicated then that you could just get him to but, sign anything. But he, he <laughs> saw that before it became a thing and he got mm-hmm. into it. Like also, how good just, is how know. good is he in uh, in fucking um, that um, Motley Crue movie? No, no, no. Fuck. He's great in that. Whoever plays Ozzy is great. In um, oh, did you watch the one that they just did? Yeah, the Dirt. Oh, that's fantastic. I, I love that. I, I didn't watch it. I haven't seen. it. I, I, I was not a huge fan. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. See no, it. you didn't like that. I, I think machine, the best line of Machine that, Gun Kelly annoys the shit out of me. I oh, think. I thought he did a great job. He's all right. Oh, I love that. I I, also, you know what? The best line of that movie is their manager when he said. Um, Motley Crue didn't do stupid things because they thought that's what rock stars should do. They did stupid things because they were Motley Crue. <laughs> I, that's I, the best line. I also can't movie. take Motley Crue seriously that, at man. all. <laughs> no, I'm thinking since, of. I was thinking of Little Nicky is what I was thinking. Oh, of. Yeah, that's a great movie. But especially oh, since like Mario. all the oh, have you seen like all the all the Nicky Six stuff now, like him singing. Oh, Nicky Six. I just feel bad for him. He's yeah, got like I'm not a big fan of his yeah. personally, I guess. But, but the scene with Ozzy is great where he just like Or they're snorting ants and then he's and licking he urine up piss off, off the yeah, side right? of a pool. That's, that's it's fucking great. Yeah. Uh, can we talk about Neil Young? Can right, we go fine. to go to Human Highway cuz I I liked this uh like sort of folky country. Yeah. And this is from uh The Bridge School Benefit. Oh, that Bridge makes School sense. 10. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, so the acoustic stuff is Bridge School okay. stuff. It's so weird to listen to this after Danger Bird. Right? Danger Bird is just so... That's what I love it's about like it. A, it's, no pun intended, like a hurricane. Yeah. The end of the album, he spaced well yeah. after this, I feel like. Most of the album. This is definitely drop D tuning in the song. And it sounds weary as opposed to the original version. I don't think this is drop D. Which is kind of happy go lucky. This is fine. It's fine. Kind of sounds like a church song. Yeah, it's very gospel. So, yeah, yeah, very, yeah. yeah. That's why I'm surprised you like this one, Russ. Like, no, I, would... I, I mean, it's probably why. Like, it reminds me of the of my, you know. What, what do you guys think of this version of Pocahontas? Not my favorite. Really? Yeah. 
I tend to agree until his guitar solo. The solo his solo's great. Yeah, the and solo I can feel good. pardon me, but I can feel that in my nuts. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's such a good solo. Do you know where the solo is? I have no idea. I'm sorry, I'm horribly unprepared. That's before that. I always miss the Here. Yeah, it's around. Yeah, I mean, it's great. That is. Oh, yeah. And the horse just, yep, you know, keeping it steady. Classic bottom beat. That is surf guitar on steroids. Yeah. You know, I mean, because he's like such a huge surf guitar fan, and it really comes out in some of his solos. But right there, he keeps it real surf, Mm -hmm. but at that Neil Young volume, you know, that just mountain moving friggin' volume. It's just not enough for me. I just think his live rust version is the best. But also, his, I think once I heard his acoustic version of this on um, what's what's the fucking album he put out a couple of years ago, Hitchhiker. Yeah. Hitchhiker. Oh yeah, yeah. That's I, good too. I, that was where I fell in love with the version. Is so fucking that, good. Yeah, Hitchhiker was where I really fell in love with the song. I I think mostly I prefer this song as an acoustic thing. But mm-hmm. when I hear that solo, I'm like, the Jesus, I don't want to not ever. That, I don't want to not hear that. Right. So it's like you know. Yeah. So there's it's kind of a because I I'm not crazy about it either. Yeah, you know, it's just it kind of plods, you know. Yeah. It just kind of it sounds like they're tired, but then that solo kicks in. It's yeah, just it's, so it's good. good. It just it's cuts great. right yeah. through all of that. It's you know, so good. You know what else um, makes him unique from from anybody else is his harp playing. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, he just has a certain style. You can say, "Oh, that must sounds like Neil playing harp." The one of one of the funniest things I I remember, I remember my youngest son. <laughs> we were actually on our way over here one day. It was back when when I was driving the band around doing shows, um, we were listening to, I can't remember what we were listening to, but um, a Neil Young song was on there and Neil was playing harp and everything. And then a Bob Dylan song came on and Bob was playing. <laughs> well, we've talked night and day. Brennan, nauseam, yeah. Brennan goes, yeah, he just blows into it. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It was That's almost like yeah. Neil, yeah. listening to Neil play Neil the harp it. and then listening to Bob Dylan, it's almost like, all right, Bob's playing um, harp because... Because he can, it kind of. He's adding color, right? It's not the. He's the not thing, actually playing. But when playing, Neil plays right? the harp, Neil's like singing, right? Yes. His harp yeah. style is so different. It's like yeah. he's writing parts yeah. for the song. Right. It's like how it's. Um, sorry, guys, but it's like Ben Keith. Ben Keith is adding these colors and flavors of like these these. Uh, he's singing like you've said, Shu. When yeah, Ben Keith like adds duet. the steel, it's yeah. it's a duet. It's yeah. he's he's singing with Neil. It's a great. It's yes. a great pairing with Neil's voice. Right. Yeah. yeah, and it's the same it's with with his harp, his harp playing. He's, right. he's, exactly. he's singing it's, with himself. It's like yeah. when you hear somebody playing lead guitar, it's like, oh, that's his style. Eric Clapton, whatever. His harp playing Racist. has a certain style about, to it. No, yeah. I agree with you about Eric Clapton. Yeah, for sure. Russ hates Eric Clapton. Russ hates Did you Eric know Clapton. that? Eric Clapton's a, a, a racist. I don't asshole. hate him. He's obviously super talented, but he also 
just totally ripped off. He shit. also totally ripped off JJ Kale, and he's an extreme racist. Yeah, but he, he, he is a wicked racist. I didn't it. realize. But he admitted to ripping off JJ Kale through yeah, his whole career. Yeah, but he didn't career. admit to being he, racist. He helped JJ Kale out. He brought him on tour. He made albums with him. Stole George Harrison's wife. Yeah, you know. Oh, that's And George right. Harrison's still his buddy because exactly. George Harrison's like, go yeah. ahead and take her. Well, She's not impossible anymore. To not deal anymore. The not ghost anymore. of George Harrison. Right. That's true. Yeah. It's all good. Patty but hey, all things must pass. Okay. So. Oh, very good. There we go. Okay, it's going to become a George Harrison. How do you feel? About I don't know that any record? references. Do you like that record? That? Which I one? Love that record. All, all things, things must pass. Yeah. I like most of it. Some people like say it. that's the best post Beatles record, and I disagree. No. Which, uh, what is the po- best post Beatles record? I'd have to say either Buku Blues, Ram. Ringo Starr. I might say Ram. honestly, I might say Ram. Plastic Plastic Oco Band. Uh, Oco. Plastic Ono Band. <laughs> Jeez, I've had Plastic Cocoa Band. Plastic Cocoa Butter. <laughs> <laughs> no, Plastic Plastic Ono Band or probably Ram. Ram's a, or Band on the Run is a yeah, great I love Band on the Run. Band on I'm the run. A, I love Flaming Pie. Flaming Pie. Flaming Pie is, Flaming is wicked good. I love Flaming that Pie. That came out in the 80s, didn't it? Uh, 90s, early 90s. Yeah, was that 90s? 90s. Early 90s. So you the best post Beatles album didn't come no, no, out no, until the 90s. No, no, it's not the best. Oh, okay, it's one right. of my favorites. Okay, we were just talking about favorites. Well, you know all, what else is all good? Things must pass. Band on the Run is probably uh, Band it, on the Run is for me. It might incredible. be incredible. Plastic Ono is also really good, but Band on the Rhine is is kind of untouchable. Band on the Rhine. Yes. Band on the Rhine. Mm. Says the guy who just said Plastic Oco. <laughs> I said plastic cocoa. I mean, Whatever. I just mixed squirt with rum. All the Beatles <laughs> yeah, did. What the fuck's wrong? And devil dicks. In those nine years or eight years that they were together, and you think like all these songs are exhausted. Then when they all go on their own, yeah, and, and, yeah. and, and the music, like he was just talking about being on the run, you listen like, where does this come from? Right. Yeah. Well, George Harrison, that's why it's called All Things Must Pass, because George Harrison had that all stored up. Yeah. 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 And then he just had to fucking yeah. shit my, that stuff out, I man, and do a triple album's it's worth. In my, yeah. It's in my top five, Yeah, uh, All Things Must Pass. I think really I have good. to go Ram, probably, because I listen to Ram the most, just yeah. personally. I do like that first McCartney album. The one he just... just the that that the first, yeah, the yeah. one he yeah. played yeah. all the I just think just, for me, ben was, uh, I just think Wings... I just Yes, yes, but I just think Wings is... They're such yeah, a yeah, Denny fucking Lane. great band. Right. Yeah, really you know what awesome. none of us are talking about? Any Ringo album ever. <laughs> Buku Blues. Come on. Sucks. I like Ringo. Well, Denny, Ringo, Ringo um, sucks. Don't, no, he doesn't. Don't tell he's, Nils he's that. Does. Nils don't. loves okay, but, Ringo no, but you don't, Relax. Here's the thing. You don't have the Beatles without Ringo. Sure. That's a guarantee. No, very true. It's Denny a Lane fucking guarantee. The, the, his you don't have the shittiest songs. His drumming style, dude, there's no beating it. Drums. There's no beating it as far as what he did for them. It's yes, he's a master of the meter. Okay, yes, fine. When we sure. get Ringo on the podcast, I'll be right. the Mike Shoe and the Cooch situation. No, you <laughs> would not. No, you would not. Yeah, you would hundred percent would. I guarantee you, you would. If we had Ringo on the podcast, if I you had would. Ring, if you if you had the opportunity to speak to one of the fucking beat, you would. I tell him he's the worst. I would pants. tell him I would start the podcast saying, "Hey, how does it feel to be the worst?" No, Beatle? you wouldn't. Yes, he's I would. Not no, you the wouldn't. worst Beatle. Who is it? Who is? There's, I can't, you can't say <laughs> yeah, he's the worst, no worst Beatle because no, he was. They're all like the Russ said. You have your favor. You know, it's you don't have that sound without Ringo. It's yeah. a chemistry, just like Neil with Crazy any Horse. One of them. It's you any can one only of them, make any one of them. sound. There's no Beatles with any one of them missing, right, including exactly. George Martin. Right, but right, still, Ringo's the worst. And, Beatle. Um, no, and he's um, not. I'm drawing worst. a blank. I'm drawing a blank. By the way, George Martin was a producer. Billy Preston. Billy Preston. Yeah, included. Also included. George Martin Ringo for sure. Producer for You need to take a bath. No. George you need to go Martin. take a hot bubble bath. Did he produce America? He must have been out of his the mind. Country? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> all right, whatever. All right. Anything else we want to touch on here that uh, really I just, steps out? We don't need to like maybe listen to anything, but I I, I wrote down that um like slip away 
and some of those scattered, scattered. scattered I, for sure. it, the, hearing those songs live, although they might they might not be like the best. It's interesting to me that he versions, only put like I, one or two songs. Yeah, recent songs. But like, I, what I liked was uh, this happened with um, shoe. We were talking about it with um, fucking uh, ragged glory. How hearing those songs live, we've talked about too many Neil, right? Made it made it be like, wow! Like hearing the live versions of those songs solidified how great that album right. is. Yeah. yeah, this this to me was similar with hearing some of the, the although not in the same realm. You mm-hmm. know, it, it didn't have as big of an effect as those did, mm-hmm. but still, it was it was like hearing some of these like scattered and slip away it made me appreciate broken arrow even more did, i think this did you version feel the slip same away. well I, yeah. This, yeah this version of slip, slip away, away was great i wasn't a big fan of scattered to begin with yeah, so i can't yeah, really say but yeah. the version of big time and slip away on here you were a big fan of scattered from bro- from broken arrow not really no. i like scattered a lot i mean it's good but it wasn't one I don't that, remember, that i really liked even though it was literally last week i don't remember if it was my it was actually 2 weeks ago was it i think yeah. it was Can my top 3 can you play a little bit of slip away just or did you get rid of it? But so that's like, up you know, that's it. that song was meant to be played yeah, live. That Which was Which yeah, one, you know, Slip Away or Scattered? Slip Away. Slip Away. Yeah. You might as well just skip ahead somewhere in the middle of the Skip Away. Although that... Just the way he comes in with that guitar is... Listen to that, huh? Yeah, it's a nice it sound. Great. He could stop a volcano from erupting with that guitar sound. And then he could erupt one. Yes, and then make it erupt at will. <laughs> yeah. See how it all, it's like, yeah. it's like tectonic plates. Yeah. It just moves, like it's, it's like, gigantic and it moves like slow yeah. and yeah. crashes into other things at a very slow pace, you know? I was around when the plates were shifting. I broke up Pangea. <laughs> Listen to that. <laughs> yeah. It's, the guitar sound is so great. Hey, like, he- heads up. Let, I mean... Kudos to Larry Craig as guitar tech. Yeah. That's the guy responsible for that. I mean, him and Neil, but yeah. he helped Neil get that sound. Listen to this. This is a great I song. I love that. It's a great song. God, this is a great song. It's soaring. Ugh. You know? Broken and like you said, so, I love it too so because good. it starts out with that like, and it's kind of like this, and then it goes. Yeah, now it's like it's like yeah. soaring into the It's all yeah. together somehow. So, yeah. I will say... And the, what's what's awesome about this is that this song was written in the fucking uh, mid to late 90s. It's like he's right. not... Yeah. His, yeah. This guy started in the... Still in the, going. You know, still the, writing in the some 60s, of his and now, he, it, now yeah. we're almost pushing 2000, and he's still writing songs like this. I will and, say... And, 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 and guitar parts like that, Shu. It's like he's he's still creating a... a, a an energy he's still harnessing something and and gifting it's like he's he's taking what he was given and giving it back right. you know and then and it's all it's just fucking well he still he still has that ability yeah which yeah. is great after all this time yeah and all that he's been through yeah he still has that ability to harness that power the past few weeks have been great because bet- i've just been going back and forth between this and young shakespeare which is a mostly it's acoustic so good, album yeah. and it's just like perfect Wanna- Want to hear some of that before we end? Yeah, or? we got it. We really got it. Well, hey, what what's not really? Can I just talk about the last Danger Bird into Prisoners of Rock and Roll? Prisoners into Sedan Sedan. Yeah. I think it should have ended on Danger Bird. I'll be no, honest. I don't. I hate Prisoners. Is still one of my least favorite Neil songs. Really? I, see, I think I love it's that super tune. dorky. I don't like. I love that. Prisoners I love the. Of rock, I, man. See, I love that Shut attitude. Up. But if it ended on Danger Bird, that would be kind of. It wouldn't. 
It's. I think it's better. He ended on kind of a more raucous, lighter note. I don't know why. I hate like Sedan, this is a rock Sedan and roll. Delivery's band. always. Can kind we? Of can fun. we? End, I love that one. Can, do we have to end it on a, a Neil Neil Young song with Neil, or can we end it on a cover song of somebody? Well, we have it? to end it on. Well, we don't. Do have we, to, can we, we don't, do somebody doing a Neil cover? We can do whatever the fuck we want. We but do we, what we we're, want. Yeah. We're gonna play a little bit of something from Young This isn't the Pike. We can do whatever we want. Danny. Hey, hey, take so it easy. Just kidding. I love the Pike. That's I listen right. every day. They're we'll, awesome. No, we'll Thank play, you for hiring we'll me. And the one time I texted me. the Pike, the DJ in the morning show told me to stop texting. Oh, because what did you text? <laughs> I don't remember. You were like, go back to work. You said something. Yeah. I was like, don't text me at work. <laughs> don't text me at work. I forget what it was. Oh, you oh you played some song, and I said, also in my top. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Also in my top 10 of greatest songs. I was like, shut up. Since Dad brought it up, why don't we play uh, Needle in the Damage Done from Young Well, is there anything else? You you had brought up these last two songs. So I just want to say, the, the last three songs, I think it's just the best part Danger, of Danger, Prisoner, Sedan. Yeah, I think it's just it just beats whatever was. It's just like bludgeoning, bludgeoning the audience to death. With these last three songs, like you're leaving there missing an eye, and your skull's caved in after after these last three tunes. It's just so heavy, and I yeah. love it when Neil gets like that. When it's just, and it's not like metal. Mm-hmm. It's just the pure weight of their playing of it's like Ralphie. A ball. Yeah, it's like Ralphie's just you know pounding away, oh, yeah. and they're just like following. It's Ralphie like he's trying to get. Th- with he's the trying to put that snare, the stick through the fucking yeah. snare, <laughs> and they're just beating the shit yeah. out of the song at the end. Which one of is Danger? Is Danger Bird the one that ends with the Star Spangled Banner? Uh, I don't. I don't remember. remember. Hold on. It, no, I don't think so. No, I don't. I don't remember, but I don't think so. We can check. Yeah, yeah let's check. Which one ends with the Star Spangled Band? It's one of those, isn't it? Is it Prisoners if of Rock? Oh, Prisoners of Rock and Roll, I think. Go, go to last last 30 seconds. That's why I don't know, because I skipped this song. Yes, yeah, so listen to it to grade, right? Okay, I, I don't Here it is, this. right here. And listen to Ralphie. This is fucking cool. All right, this is cool. This is cacophonous. Ralphie is is holding it all together with that funky beat, and then they just yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they just beat it to death, you know. It rides into Sedan, right? I love that. I love that so much. Uh, now I wish I had like brushed over these. This is this is great. Drums, is <laughs> that? Drums. And I love it. I love how like Ringo with Crazy like Horse, this. he they either Drums. end with like. Did he smell say the, smell the yeah, horse? Smell smell the horse. horse. Right, I forgot about it. They either end with like a long, you know, distorted you feedback thing. You probably could smell thing, the horse, too. But, or, or also they'll, they'll just My horse it, has you know? blisters on his fingers. <laughs> <laughs> so I just don't... I don't like Prisoners. I just fuck... The song annoys me, but that ending That's is fine. cool as shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The but pure energy. I think he could have taken. Is this rid still of prisoners? prisoners or is no, this... this is beginning of sedan. Yeah, that's right. But yeah. he could have. Um, he could have taken sedan. I don't know why I'm telling Neil what to do. He's a fucking Neil Young. He does what he wants. It's never stopped us before that's, in that's any of the point. other episodes. But I would have <laughs> taken sedan. I would have taken sedan and put it right after Pocahontas, and then I would have finished with Danger Bird, and I would have done that Star Spangled Banner thing at the end of Danger Bird. Yeah. But it's all hindsight. It's fucking. I kind of like this. I like this. I, I just like how I he mean, ended I'm, it on a couple I'm, of I real short rocks. I always love that change. Full yeah. disclosure: I'm pretty fucking drunk, 
And this is sounding really nice right now. I love that change. I've always in sedan delivery. I've always loved that change. That dun dun da 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 dun to the da 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 da. Yeah, I love it. He kind of does that in Danger Bird too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though he doesn't really change the pace, but it's like and they like scream at the end. Go to Young Shakespeare, Luke. Yeah, so let's let's hear needle in the damage done. A little bit of Young Shakespeare. Danny wants red wine. Danny wants to hear a cover too. So here's the first. Song off of no, young. just play "Needle and Damage Done" from Young Shakespeare because that's that's. Well, favorite. I was just oh, gonna play, play all of it. First song off of Young Shakespeare. Okay, a number for you now. Uh, this is the only song written by Lennon McCartney and Starkey. Oh, yeah. huh? Is this "Don't Pass Me By"? Oh, okay. I love yeah. this. I'm into this. Ringo blows. No, it's he, a country beat. I love this. Listen. Ringo is into country. Ringo star he's got a great band, man. He's, he's got a great band. He's I a write solid children's drummer, songs man. for the Beatles like Octopus and yeah, Garden. He hosted Thomas the Tank Engine. Yes, exactly. He was the conductor, right? Oh, sorry. I'm already on Oh, whatever. This is so good. good. I like this. I love it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so, he liked it. He doesn't want to admit it, but he loved it. I don't. It. It's because <laughs> yeah. I'm drunk. I like. You're not drunk enough. <laughs> I know. So I will say, Young Shakespeare, not a bad song on the whole no. record. Yes. And the fact that he starts with "Tell Me Why" is perfect. But I'll go to Needle. Which was brand new at the time. That's so true. crazy. Yeah, that's yeah right. fairly new at the time. So crazy. That's one of my favorite songs. Um, let's go to Needle. I'd like to sing a song now about. Um, so, so young. Nobody knows the song at all in this song. Yeah, it hasn't is. been released. Really important. He's just playing it. He probably just and wrote it. It's short and right yeah, to the point. Yep. It's really, it's really important. He's kind of got like, a, he's almost like towing the Stephen Wright line, you know? He's like. Most people don't think about it much. Yeah, a pony. Stop. God damn it. Because they just don't want to think about it. And I can dig that. <laughs> He's pretty up front, though. He's early 70s Neil. People walk around thinking, well, I I just don't know anybody who knows anything about that. He's right on. Unless it affects you personally, you don't give a shit. I knew some people who knew something about it, some really good artists. uh, Was Danny dead at this point? The ones that I know. Like Jess, probably Jess passed. No, not yet. No, he wasn't dead, actually. No. I don't think he was, yeah. It was at the Before the Harvest tour. Yeah. He wouldn't have been dead. No, so I but he saw Danny at his worst. And the Hale Bob comment wouldn't have been around. <laughs> no, that was that was '97 apparently. That's great. That's great that Luke's laughing about his friends who have died of heroin over. No, I'm laughing at Tiendo. This song is so fucking good. I just learned this, by the way. I'll oh boy. Uh, I like literally my cry. This song is so fucking good. You are drunk. I am. <laughs> you know who does a great version of this? Um, Real Big Fish. Do they? Nope. Okay. <laughs> um, Laura Marlin. That's a wicked door. good version of this. I love you, baby. Can I have some more? Jeez. And it's, to uh, me, it's great. He does a whole bunch of Harvest stuff on there, and yeah. nobody has no idea what it is. Nobody knows yeah. how huge it's going to be. In the, you know, they're acoustic. hearing it for the first. I miss I miss bands 
at that level. Yeah, <clears throat> doing it all. You can see bands and clubs, and they do they play stuff Pay all the time. But town meeting then, shoe. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like you know, bands at like the arena level. I, you know, when we used to go to the shows, it was like, hey, you guys want to hear some new stuff? And we go sick. We're like, yeah. And now it's like, hey, we're gonna play some new stuff, and everybody gets up and they go to the bathroom or they go get a friggin' sausage. Or beer or whatever, you know. I'm gonna yep. go get a sausage and a fucking beer, dude. <laughs> I don't wanna hear no Ringo shit. Play the fucking hits, kid. <laughs> well, that's all Billy Joel does. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> he makes yeah, a good fuck. living. Well, we gotta end this because my mic just popped up. Oh, Jesus. Luke but I will say, wait, he wanted, Dan, Danny, Red wanted Danny wanted to hear a cover. What well, how about this? How about we end with, uh, oh, I'll just leave one of the mic, the room mics on, and we'll all cover. Uh, Needle and the damage done. No, let him hear it. Can we uh, cover? Let him hear uh, what he wanted to hear. What do you Can want we to cover hear? a cover of Your Sixteen by Ringo Starr? <laughs> no. What the only song he had with the kazoo in it? <laughs> See, he's groundbreaking. What did what you want to hear, Daniel? Huh? What was the song? I'll give you two choices: either Cowgirls in the Sand or Rocking in the Free World with Eddie Vedder singing. Oh. Wait, you want a cover of Cowgirl in the Sand? That, yeah, that's what I was saying. Oh, Who covers Cowgirl in the Sand? With a Neil Young song, but somebody covering it. And that well, was be I'll just say, he does a... Who's a, covering it? Neil does an acoustic Eddie version Vedder. on oh, Young Eddie Shakespeare Vedder, yeah. that's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's very good. He also does an acoustic Down by the River that's yep. mind-blowing. Weird, like different, weird, mm. but like good. I don't know. Um, I don't. We, we can go out with a cover. You don't have to. It was just a suggestion. Well, here's well, my... Well, who's f- covering Cowgirl on the sand? Eddie Vedder. Eddie Vedder. Both oh, of those really? options. Yeah. yeah. Right. Or, or Rockin' in the Free World. All right, Danny. I'll do a little Cowgirl on the Sand cover. Let me see what let me see what I can find. Go to hit all songs. Yeah. I got to do... I gotta Is it Pearl Jam or Eddie Vedder? Probably, it could be Pearl Jam. Probably Pearl Jam. And then you got you to gotta sign us out here. Uh, but uh, real quick, top, top three off of Year of the Horse oh, I, for you guys. Shit. All right, I'm ready to go. What do you got? Um, number three is when your lonely heart breaks. Wow. Yep. Jesus. Yep. Wow. Okay. Number number two is slip away, and number one is danger bird. Okay. My three is slip away. My two is barstool blues just for that end, and my one is danger bird. Wow. My uh, three is when you dance. My two is Mr. Soul, and my one is Danger Bird. Wow. When You Dance is great. And Mr. Soul, yeah. I probably should have put on there. My cut is When Your Lonely Heart Breaks. Really? Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> until Russ br- like made us, well, not made it, but like said play it, and I forgot. That synth annoys the shit my out of me. My cut is the same. Sorry, Chew. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I think my, my, this is crazy. My cut might be Barstool. Really? Because I just don't. Even with the end, the cool yeah, end. Yeah, I just don't um I don't dig that version. I Did mean the, the Zuma no. version is so, so, so good, and I just don't enjoy this one as the much Zuma as the other songs. Is great. On this album. I just like that he did a this is not a song I would anticipate a long jam at the end, and the yeah. fact that he did it like and did it well. And this is one of the few songs that's on it is this the only song that's on the film and the album? I don't I don't think any of these songs are on there. I think this is Barstool in Barstool's the film. Barstool's on the film. Is it? Yes, it is. Oh, I didn't think any of this stuff was on the film. He doesn't show it fully live. Like, he dips around, but, like... Oh, maybe that's it's why. It's really good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. So the it. film is on the archives. Yes. If okay, so I, I, I have to go to the Rust tier. level. All right, yeah. I got to do that. Honestly, it's worth it. Yeah, because um, there's a lot of stuff I want to see. Let me tell you a few How things. How much is it? It's... I, I paid thirty nine ninety nine. I don't know if that's because I had year? already been paying twenty for the regular Neil. Yeah, I for would, the year. 
I would yeah, hope I'm they already include that 20. twenty. They did. It was like a whatever. They're like, okay, you're good. blah blah blah. Because then, if they didn't, I'd stop doing this podcast. No, totally. Okay, but uh, it's. I mean, I'm like, I'm also on the fence to do the Zoom thing, like, because then you get to Zoom with fucking Neil Young. Is that going to be a regular thing? I don't know, but it like. I kind of want to take See, the risk. I, I'd hate for it like to happen, and then you go to that level, and then he wanna, doesn't zoom again. I also don't want to be one of those right. guys that's you like, "Hey, Neil, uh, in the 1983." Oh, you? I totally, yeah, it, I'd totally be one of those guys. Fun. I just want I someone on, on who the, does that zoom call to. Like, it was on the I'd be like, "Hey, station, Neil, so I don't know." Was Danny Korchmar a total dick when you were making landing on what? I would totally throw that out because he was a dick to us. Hey, Neil, who's the worst Beatle? What are you looking for? Yeah, I don't, I don't see. How about Rock on the Free World? Yeah, that one. I think never heard of it. Yeah, what's that? <laughs> Bill Janovitz from Buffalo Pearl Tom Jam. with Eddie that Pearl with Jam. that unpopular take on Rocking in the know. Free World. Like, We've had some good good guests over the past. He few said, uh, "What did he say? It was just a big dumb rock song." Like I'm tired of, because you know why? Because he has to play it every year for Hot Stove Cool Music with Theo yeah. Epstein, Pete Gammons. All right. Here's a Pearl Jam cover in Rockin' in the Free World per request of our old man. Red Wine Danny. Turn it down a tiny bit. A couple, couple drops. Turned us on to Neil Young, the man who wrote Old Man. Nice to meet you, my friend. Yeah. You too, bro. Yeah, finally. But this has been Long May You Young. A, and uh, Ani Shasha is here, too. That's right. Yes, yeah, thanks for the eggs. Yeah, thank you. They're awesome deviled gone. eggs. Uh, and uh, we couldn't, we can't, we can never get to all the Facebook and Instagram and all much. that. There's too many. Our youngsters are the best. But we yes. really, we do see you, new youngsters and longtime youngsters, and yes. we, we see you, we love you, we appreciate you. And please go to the website longmayyouyoungpodcast.com and buy some merch and check out the uh, Long May You blog blog and all that stuff. And yeah, and uh, we appreciate your support. And uh, we know this isn't like a textbook music podcast, but we don't want it to be. We like to think that this is yeah. the tonight's the night of music Ooh. podcasts without all the talent. <laughs> so thank you very much for supporting us. Right. Yes, we thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks to That's our great. dad for for just randomly showing yes, up. Yes, thanks our, for introducing in, them in to arms. Neil. Yeah, actually, you know what? Because I'd be sitting here by myself, which guess, would be strange in Luke's house. I guess I'm, I'm the old man <laughs> here. This is this <laughs> happened a couple weeks ago. When this we were this is, right. true. <laughs> this <laughs> is what we're going out on. Nice. This, this song's r- eight minutes twenty one. This seconds. is Ringo covering Crazy Train. I no. think it's Halo of Flies, baby. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm going off the. You're gonna have to play the whole song train. now. You can't just. I can't. Well, we can. Stop the song anywhere. It's like we can stop, to stop the podcast. Piss, we can't. We'll get sued by Alice Cooper. I will say while this is playing, Russ showed me some uh, rough songs off his solo album that he's Listen recording, and it's fucking phenomenal. Uh, if you look up Man With Song and Indiegogo, you'll find it. Everyone go support him and uh, help him make the rest of this album. It's really good. It doesn't sound anything like Alice Cooper, but... <laughs> We're not doing an Alice Cooper podcast. We're not worthy. Can enough. we? We're not worthy. We're not worthy. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks, We're not guys. worthy. We love you. Okay, love you. Bye. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. 
Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. I never really thought about tools until I bought a house in the suburbs. It's like this weird homeowner test if I need a tool for a project and don't have it. And my neighbor Ted loves to give me that look when I ask to borrow a pole saw. A year ago, I didn't even know pole saws existed. And now I gotta borrow one from Ted? What is happening? Anyway, when you save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto, that's the easy part of adjusting to the suburbs. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers.